This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Monday through Friday, 5 to 10. KLEQ and KLEQ HD1 El Paso. A Town Square media station. show for this Friday. It is July 15th. The weekend is only a few hours away, so that's something to get excited about. High temperatures this weekend are going to be triple digits, 100 and above, up to, I think, 103 on Sunday. It's going to be the warmest day of the weekend, but expect 100 plus degrees every day. Ugh. But uh, the rain's moved out of the forecast, so man, I don't know if anybody got any yesterday, but there was at least a, a chance of rain in the forecast yesterday. I got dripped on. Did you? Yeah. Have you dried out? Have you, have you dried yourself off? I am still a little moist. Thanks for joining us, everybody. The uh, first wife of former President Donald Trump passed away. Ivana Trump died yesterday at her home in New York City. She was 73. As of yet, no word on cause of death. Ivana and the Donald married in 1977, and she's the mother of three of Trump's five kids. Oh, yeah, because Baron and Tiffany. Tiffany, right. God, I forgot about Tiffany. Yeah, so does most of the world. Ivana is the mother of Don Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. They divorced in 1992 when Ivana found out that Donald was having an affair with Marla Maples. So, um, yeah, that kind of came as a surprise. Got some movies opening this weekend. Uh, PG-13, The Gray Man, Ryan Gosling, and Chris Evans. Ryan Gosling plays a CIA operative, and Chris Evans is the sociopath trying to kill him. If you uh, want to see that in theaters, you can do that, but then next week it's going to be on Netflix. So, Where the Crawdads Sing is rated uh, PG-13. 
It's a girl who learns to survive on her own in the swamps of North Carolina has been suspected of murdering an ex-boyfriend. Oh, and the trailer has, uh, has something that says, oh, and a new original song by Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift That's wrote a cool. song, and there's this whole thing where the the author of the book, where the crawdads sing, which was mm-hmm. a bestseller, is a woman named Delia Owens. She's wanted for questioning in a murder case in Zambia back in the mid-90s. Uh, there's some suspicion on her and her ex-husband that in the killing of a of a like a lion poacher back in the 90s. So just a lot of and some people were criticizing Taylor Swift for doing a song for this movie, but she went ahead and did it anyway. A new animated movie is out, Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank, starring Michael Sarah and Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. And uh, one other movie out today in theaters, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which is about a mollusk, I guess. Uh, And those are some of the movies that are opening uh, today. Let's find out what what else we're working on. Let's uh, go to Entertainment News with Joanna Barba. Joanna, what do we have coming up in the Entertainment Report today? Is Baby Yoda completely stolen from Gizmo? (gasps) That's what the director of Gremlins thinks. I, I heard that, and I hmm. had to look up a side by side which they provided at the news Of course source. they do. Is Baby Yoda like a Mogway? Hmm. Not really. Mm. No. I got to tell you, I'm looking at it because Mog the Mogway is the thing before it gets wet. Yeah. And turns into a yeah. They don't turn into a gremlin until they get wet or eat after midnight. Or eat, eat after, after midnight. midnight. Yeah. Now, get when they get wet, they they multiply, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's eating after midnight is when is they what turns them into. Turn into oh, a so just. Wetting them just makes them multiply. And that's how he's like, oh, look, more little. Oh, there were multiple Mogwai? Yeah. Yeah. No, and no. Then, there were multiple gremlins. No, there were Mogwai that turned They're into Mogwai. gremlins. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I haven't seen gremlins since it was in the theater. Um, Isn't Baby Yoda just. A smaller version of Yoda? right. If anybody's <laughs> right, it's a, it's like what Yoda would look like if they were a if baby. He was just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the guy who created the Gremlin is seeing things clearly on this. To be honest, <laughs> and Nico, how about? News. What's uh, I know I kind of led with the well. Ivana Trump died right. today. What else? Do you have um, that was going to be the big one. You know? Was that one the big one? Yeah, that was going to be the one to really blow the roof off this place. Well, you're going to hear a lot about secret secret service agents today. New allegations are coming up that secret service agents during January 6th and during January 7th have erased troves of text messages that they had sent to each other um, at the request. Sorry, this comes after a request for their text uh, messages from the January 6th committee. Secret service that were working like on the president's detail or in the White House or elsewhere? Uh, that's a good question. I, I believe that it's part of the president's detail. Um, but Does this tie into, we heard a headline about a week ago that some of the secret service were very... Uh, enthusiastically in favor of some of uh, Trump's antics and claims that he had actually won the election, like some of the Secret Service people were very, very pro-Trump. I hadn't 
I hadn't heard necessarily that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this comes from a Inspector General report of the uh, Secret Service. Um, are, the, are they not supposed to delete uh, text on their phone? On Thursday, the Inspector General for the Department of Homeland Security said messages from Secret Service agents on January 5th and 6th had been deleted in a device replacement program. The IG's office noted that the messages vanished after it requested records from the Secret Service as part of its investigation into the riot at the Capitol. All right. 31 new emojis are coming. Would you like to hear some of the new emojis? Okay. Any eggplants? Now they've already got an eggplant that's been very popular. Eggplant with the superhero cape, like the boys was trying to get. The site Emojipedia says 31 new emojis (laughs) are going to be approved in September and uh, will be available on your phone. Uh, The last update, they added 121, so 31 is not that many new emojis. But there's now going to be a pink heart emoji. I can't believe there wasn't already a pink heart. I know. They have so many colors. (laughs) They got so many hearts and so many colors, but a pink heart emoji. Donkey. Oh, that, that, that'll be useful, yeah. Donkey! <laughs> Other animal emojis that are going to be part of the next update. Moose, goose, a black bird. Oh, man, you were, I thought you were on your, like... Moose, goose... goose. Spruce. Spruce. <laughs> like a blue spruce or something. Let's call it truce. <laughs> Nico's going to do the noose. I'm going to go get some orange juice. Nice. And a jellyfish. A shaking face emoji, and that's supposed to mean you're shocked by something? Oh, I'm shook. Oh, shook. And a high five emoji. They don't already have that? That just goes like this. Dude, well, this one is it's it's a two parter. It's got a palm facing right and one facing left, so it's like they're the two hands are in the act of I guess high fiving. So together it's a high five. Have you anyway. tried looking through all the emojis? I've looked through uh, not it's through all of them. There's a lot. Exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't even use emojis out of them. No, I don't either. My phone does this thing where if I say a word and it has an emoji, it'll, it'll give you it. that option. Yeah, to, it does it change it, it or does it give you an option? Yeah, and I'm all, no, let me write the word out. Thank you. Wait, that's when you're writing? Yeah, when you're writing. When you're writing. When it, your voice. Like if you're no, like, no, no, no. If, oh. if you're writing a word, it'll, like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, put yeah. night in, it'll just change it to the night emoji. Or well, like, hey, I'm home, and then it turns into, like, a little a house. A little house. It'll change the word. If you keep typing... It'll ignore it, right, Joanna? No, it'll like like put it into like your it text. insists on it. Yes, and I'm all it no. insists upon itself. It insists upon, <laughs> <laughs> it insists upon itself. Like Godfather, it okay. insists upon itself. It did, has a point. Did you know that was a Godfather on, reference? It's not a Godfather it's reference. Family Guy talking it's about Godfather. Guy. Get your references it's right, like Dean. He admits he doesn't like the Godfather. I don't He's like all... the Godfather. It insists upon itself. It has a point to be insisted on. All right, so a lot going on today. <laughs> We've got a lot that we're going to be uh, getting to. There's a possibility. We left it up in the air about Willie Barsena coming back in today, but Willie's at the comic strip this week. And I mean, I'm definitely going to be seeing Willie before the weekend's over. But But I left it open-ended about whether or not he felt like getting up early this morning. So 
possibly uh, Willie Barsena is going to be dropping by to join us on the show a little bit later. Uh, did you know that Ivana was married once before Donald? What? Yeah, it's coming out in her biography. Ivana was married and divorced four times in her life. Once before Donald, then Donald, and then she got married and divorced twice after it was over with uh, with her and Trump. Uh, Trump released, a, Donald released a statement on Truth Social saying, quote, Ivana was a wonderful, beautiful, and amazing woman who led a great and inspirational life. Rest in peace, Ivana. Uh, all right, getting ready for the uh, weekend. When do you think the weekend starts? Like as soon as you leave the yes. leave the station? Oh, yeah, no, when do you I'm, leave work? I'm on vacation. I'm already on the In weekend. your mind, yeah. it's weekend it's already. Weekend. Got it. <laughs> Veronica Gonzalez. You know what you need to get through this workday? A heavy dose of El Paso's best rock to keep you rocking on the job so you get it over with and on with your weekend. I'll be along with everything. Coming back. Five, four, three, two. We're going to get to uh, today in sound clips coming up in just a couple of moments. Let's look at El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n Wild Water World. And your weekend forecast, mostly sunshine. Don't see any rain in the forecast, but it is going to be triple digits, it looks like, all weekend long. Mostly sunny today. 102 is the high temperature. Very similar for tomorrow. Sunny, 101, 102, somewhere in there for a high. And also on Sunday, going to get up to 103, topping out around 103 on Sunday. And that's going to continue next week. I'm, I'm just looking ahead uh, for Monday through Friday next week, it looks like we're over 100 every day of next week. El Paso weather brought to you by Wet and Wild Water World. If you're looking to cool off this summer, get a great deal on Wet and Wild tickets when you buy them a week or more in advance. You can get your tickets online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. Coming up on Sunday, KLAQ presents our new and local rock feature show. It's Q-Connected every Sunday, 5 to 7. And some of the local bands that are going to be featured, Daniel Paulus always keeps the spotlight on those great Borderland bands that we're so proud of. Go Axe Alice, Late Night Drive Home, and Steel Lake are some of the local El Paso Borderland bands that are going to be in the spotlight. Also, just released brand new songs from Beartooth and I Prevail. You can check that out on Q Connected. Sundays 5 to 7, brought to you by The Rock House at 9828 Montana. Follow them on Facebook for a schedule of all shows, including Blacktop Mojo playing The Rock House on July 19th. Q Connected, Sundays 5 to 7 on 95.5 KLAQ. And let's go ahead and take a look at our sound clips for today. And now, today in sound clips. All the day's news with accompanying sound bites and actualities. 
We've got one more pair of winning before you can buy them tickets before the end of the show today. So be listening. Your chance to see Pussifer in concert at the Abraham Chavez Theater October 21st. But the tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m. We'll have one final pair of winning before you can buy them tickets for Pussifer. Another show uh, that is coming and was recently announced, Dorothy, is going to be at the Rock House at 9828 Montana. That show's also in October, Tuesday, October the 4th. And uh, you can get advanced tickets at eventbrite.com. And we're also going to have uh, tickets for that show. But, I, you know, I think the ones that everybody's really excited about, this will almost definitely be a sold-out show. It would definitely will be a sold-out show. Pucifer at the Abraham Chavez Theater, October the 21st. Uh, 10 o'clock this morning, tickets on sale through Ticketmaster and the Plaza Theater box office. Don't forget, there's another big show coming, and it's just a little over a month away. Speaking Rock is putting on a free show with Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. And that show goes down at Speaking Rock on August 27th. Keep listening to the queue for all the latest concert news and ticket opportunities. This weekend, Barnett Harley-Davidson is hosting the all-radio blood drive to benefit Vitalent. Woo! And KLAQ is going to be there live in person. Glenn Garza is going to be there. Joe Pete's going to be there from 9 to 11 tomorrow. Donate blood for a chance to win your own Harley, a Road King Police Harley-Davidson. All donors receive a T-shirt, plus there are going to be a bunch of other prizes. The big one, of course, is uh, winning a free Harley. The all-radio blood drive... Today, Saturday and Sunday at Barnett Harley-Davidson, 8272 Gateway Boulevard East. Have you guys heard anything uh, about BMW is going to start charging an extra fee if you want to use the heated seat function? What? You mean every time you use it or just as an addition when you buy it? have it as an availability. Yeah, that sounds like that. Yeah. It, that doesn't strike you as setting a bad precedent in any way. Wait, so the okay. Here's the wait, wait, here's wait. the New York Post headline: BMW owners outraged over eighteen dollar a month charge to use heated seats. Well, that doesn't make sense. There should be there, a monthly charge. Yeah, like in the heat, the seats they already have. The equipment's already in there. Right, you just have to pay uh, the fee to activate. Fee. Oh, okay. that's messed up. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, that is messed. It's like I have what, a capability. Have you guys ever just accidentally pressed the heated seat and not realized it until it yeah. started warming and up? And then you're like, "Why is my ass on fire?" <laughs> Buzz does it just to mess with the, me. Like if I'm in the car, <laughs> I'll he'll turn the heated butt seat on, and I'm like, "Why is it getting hot in here?" Yeah, and you're like, "Does it feel hot to anybody else?" This this is apparently not a joke. A new plan by BMW to charge for monthly access to vehicle features like heated seats is causing rage among customers. Under subscription plans rolled out in the U.K., Germany, South Korea, and several other markets, you notice they didn't put the U.S. in there. BMW owners will have to pay the equivalent of $18 a month to turn on the heated front seats. To be clear, you bought the car. Yeah. It came with all the equipment to heat your seat. But just for you to be able to access that, they they want you to pay an extra eighteen dollars a month. Okay, well, this might make sense in my head in the sense that, all right, does does BMW offer the same car without heaters or heated seats? Because if they don't even have that, if they don't even make a car without 
heated I've never, seats. I've never had BMW, but I would assume in 2022 they got heated seats. They probably well, I'm saying if, it, it's a sta- if it's a standard, it's a standard this, thing, then maybe I could see them being like, well, not everybody wants the wants to pay for the service. Here's something that is on BMW's UK site. Front seat heating gets things nice and cozy in no time. Activation after purchase is quick and easy. You can either pay 18 a month, 180 for a one-year subscription, a subscription to use the, the equipment that you've already paid for. It's outrageous. Yeah, it would be like Toyota saying, you know what, for, for an extra 30 a month, well, you can use the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's what some on a Reddit forum for BMW owners. Do you want to do you want to hear some of the comments that they made about this scheme? One user wrote, "Do not get the heated seat subscription." I'm going to have to beat myself if I'm going to read this guy's comment. The f-ing hardware is in your car, and you've already paid, and a f-ing subscription on top of that is nonsense. Another user said, this is a deal breaker for me. If they want subscriptions, they don't get my business. I guess new cars uh, often come with satellite radio. And Mm -hmm. they usually give that to you maybe three months or six months or even a year. But then after that, you're supposed to pay. So that's an example of equipment. You have all the equipment. Yeah. But you have to pay an additional subscription. But you're maybe if you lived at the North Pole... It would be worth a heat. You know what I mean? Maybe if you lived in far northern right. Canada, if you lived in Calgary or something. But for most people, uh, in South Korea, the UK, and other markets, BMW is also selling subscriptions for other vehicle features. For instance, car owners will have a choice to pay $12 per month to use their heated steering wheels and $42 a month to access to adaptive cruise control. Wait a minute. So is the new BMW, it's still, it's not like, oh, it's much cheaper, but you can get all these additional add-ons. I don't think so. I think they're saying it's going to be the same price. But you know what it reminds me of? How everybody lost their mind when the airlines were like, oh, we're going to start, we're going to start charging for carry-on bags. Do you remember? That's crazy. Right. I've already bought the ticket. I didn't be able to carry on a bag. It's kind of the same reaction uh, BMW's hearing from people who don't think you should have to pay on top of what you've already paid just to use the heated seats. Introducing the most revolutionary automotive experience ever. The BMW Pay-As-You-Go. Cool, how's it work? For just $499 a month, you could lease a brand new BMW. Ooh, nice. How do I... Plus $15 a month for heated seats. Wait, I thought those came standard. Do you want a steering wheel on your new BMW? (laughs) For just an extra $150 a month, you can have a steering wheel. I have to pay for a steering wheel? Imagine it. Zipping down the road in your brand new BMW I mean, I guess that'd be cool, but... That won't have tires on it unless you pay an extra $200 per month. Oh, come on! The new BMW pay-as-you-go. Test drive one today for a $450 test driving fee. (laughs) This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. We'll be back in a scotch. Got a a few calls to get to uh, from the neckline. If you want to give us a call on the neckline, leave a message for us. That number is 
neck 844-805-6325. If you want to call us live in the studio, use that studio line, 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. But uh, let's go directly to the neckline calls that we've gotten since yesterday. So here it is, Thursday night and no After Buzz podcast. So either there weren't any episodes this week, or not only is Nico forgetting to come in on time, <laughs> but he's forgetting to press publish. Thanks. Bye. Wow. <laughs> uh, did you forget to press publish? I did not forget to press publish, but it is up right now. Uh, the, yeah. What happened? I, I, I put in the information, and uh, I... Just didn't, it didn't publish. I didn't forget to press publish. I just kind of got busy. Yeah, not a good excuse. Oh, so you remembered? I, I went. To, I went to the comic strip last night, and I kind so of you forgot. forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Okay. We did it. We did a whole after buzz, as I recall. We were casting Fantastic Four. Fantastic yeah. Four. Who we thought should be in Fantastic. Four. I think Four. you'll enjoy it today just as much as you would have yesterday. Okay, but when caller calls in to say. Hey, there's something. There was no after buzz on Thursday. That falls squarely on you. Right? Yes, it falls squarely on. Okay. Me. All right. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Hey, Joanna, what happened to what the buzz? It's not on the KLAQ website. <laughs> ODG wants to know where's what. Where's the other podcast? And does he know that it's KLAQ? Well, Okie Dokie guy lives in Odessa. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. Yeah. He doesn't live here. Oh, okay. <laughs> And on uh, CastBox and Spotify, there's only 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. What happened? What's, uh, what's going uh, we, on there? We just haven't had time to do a new episode, but we, we should be doing one today. But, but what is he saying about, like, is it just not on the website anymore? Or, or that there's only 10? Uh, you can only access 10 of them? I don't know about that. And also, I have to disagree with you on the Burrito Taco article you wrote with Joe Biden. Uh-huh. If you can turn... The taco or burrito upside down and the stuff falls out, that's a taco. <laughs> if you can turn the burrito, the tortilla upside down and nothing falls out, that's a burrito. Yeah, that's a good way That's to say. a new criteria yeah. I hadn't heard of. <laughs> if you can turn it upside down without any without Reynolds anything? wrap or tinfoil or yeah. whatever. Or innards. If you can turn it upside down, it doesn't fall out. That's, that's a, a burrito. burrito. I think ODG might actually beyond something. So. Yeah, that's a good criteria. What would, what did your article say? You know how uh, Jill Biden was all like, you're as diverse as your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let's, yeah, we can still replay that. The diversity of this community. San Antonio. As distinct as the bodegas of the Bronx. Those are bodegas. <laughs> as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. And you're saying that what she's calling breakfast tacos are breakfast Those are breakfast burritos. burritos because it's a flour tortilla. Okay, but Okie Dokie Guy says if you turn it up, uh-huh. if you turn it on its side and stuff falls out, it's a taco. It's a taco. That's a new one. So what you're like saying that. are tacos, what you're saying are burritos are actually tacos if they're open. If they're open-ended, it's a taco, even if it's in a flour tortilla. Hmm. I think Joanna's getting an idea for another article based on this. Uh, yeah. If it's closed, wrapped up like a wrap, that's a burrito. 
That's what I've always seen. Evan. A burrito needs to be tied on both ends like a joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he saying? Kind of, is yep. he saying that if it's open on both ends, it's a taco still? He's saying like if you turn it upside yeah, down. I get that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. A burrito it just can be rolled. You don't have to tie up the ends, You don't right? have to tie up the ends, yeah, for a burrito. If you turn it on its side, it falls out according to Okie Dokie Guy. No, upside down. Upside down. He's saying, down. like, if you take the taco and you put it upside down and it falls out, and then that's... And it falls that's, out, that then that's a taco. Oh. And, Joanna, you, yours comes more to what the shell's made out of? Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hard-shelled corn. Is it a corn or is it flour? Flour. Let's say it's flour. Burrito. But if it's corn, taco. Well, she, she's saying even a flour tortilla that does this, just like yeah, taco if you just up. fold it like a taco, that's, that's still, still a burrito. burrito. If it's in a flour tortilla, exactly. Thank you, Nico. Hmm. If it's wrapped up and closed, it's a burrito. If it's open at the top, it's a taco. <laughs> even if it's in a flour tortilla. All right. Well, that's what he thinks. I think you're wrong, Joanna. <laughs> you know what? It's hard to argue with that logic. Yeah, that was, I do like it. That was an interesting point. How did I heard that one? Also, I appreciate that he reads our articles, you guys. No kidding. Yeah, Thank we need you for that. We, we need more okie dokie guys. Exactly. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, Love on the Spectrum, which is a show mm-hmm. about autistic adults dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Finding on Netflix, love. and that my girlfriend keeps pointing out things that I have in common with this one <laughs> autistic guy named James. Uh-huh. And that uh, Nico keeps throwing, like, fuel on that fire, telling her, oh, yeah, definitely he's on the spectrum. Well, I've said it for and years. And does she watch this and just keep looking at you? Like, yes, like this. Here's her face. <laughs> That's you. Well, because the guy had a bunch of cosplay swords and armor. And Buzz has, like, you know, the exact same closet, ones. so... I have. I had said it years ago, though. I told her probably years ago about Buzz. <laughs> like I've been, I've said this for a long time. I think you're making light of a neurodiversity uh, condition that many people have, and by saying that I have it, you're making light of a uh, very real okay. condition. You don't actually think that I'm on the autism spectrum. You're just saying it as a joke, right? No, I think you actually might have okay. some type of. Good morning. I tried to. Call, I was trying to find the. Uh live number, but I'll do it through the neckline. I'm not happy with uh, Nico and his assessment of, of autism. I'm a father of an autistic child. Buzz, Buzz is a little more correct about what his thinking is and stuff like that. Mm. Did you hear that? <laughs> Nico, needs to, Nico needs to learn how to learn where, what autism is and more about it instead of just throwing out random things that he thinks he knows because he had, a medical, because he had some kind of medical field. Bye. So... Well, first of all, what is your thinking, Buzz? What? what? You just said you're... Oh, he's, he's... Buzz is more correct on his thinking. So what's your thinking? Well, yeah, you're well, trying to say, oh, if you have Asperger's, if you have this high functioning, it's called high functioning. It's necessarily high functioning. Yeah. I don't think that it necessarily is. I think there are a lot of different... Overlap. I was just telling you, I was just saying before that, that you didn't know. In a you very general way, you might say... A lot of people who are successful in the tech industry, like Elon Musk, have Asperger's. But then you're saying, well, if somebody doesn't live up to that standard he doesn't, and they have Asperger's, then they're, they're 
I, I don't know. It's just I think it's a lot more complicated than you're saying. And I was it. saying I don't think you I don't know, think these people can be put in boxes and say, I, well, he has all, Asperger's, so he ought to be able to be a tech billionaire. I don't think that's how it works either. But I was also saying that you 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 probably could read more up about it too. I, I have lots of friends with Asperger's. I worked with lots of people who have Asperger's. There's comedians right now that have Asperger's that are still are, are doing comedy. Here's a, a here's it from WebMD. For a long time, only people with very severe symptoms were diagnosed with autism. But starting in the 1990s. Milder forms were recognized, including high-functioning autism or Asperger's syndrome, which shares many of the same symptoms. Then in 2013, the American Psychiatric Association grouped the autism-related disorders into one term, autism spectrum disorder. Still, you may hear people who aren't doctors continue to use terms like Asperger's. It may be that they're not familiar with the spectrum or that they're referring uh, to a diagnosis made before the conditions were renamed. That's as why I prefer neurodiverse community. Well, you just you just watch that show, and that's the only reason you know about that. <laughs> morning, morning show. Uh, I think one of Buzz's favorite characters from the Big Bang Thing, Big Bang Theory, Shelton Cooper, has uh, Asperger's syndrome. As his character, and I know Buzz likes the Big Bang Theory, so that's one example for you. And tell Nico he needs to get it right. Thanks. You need to get it right. I did. As our looking expert back, on the app chat says, you both could be correct. All right, and she did say Asperger's is a type of autism. It is a type, and it's a type of high functioning autism. And yes, I was also trying to mention it's a high functioning. I was trying to describe to Buzz. Asperger's is high functioning, and you were like, "No, don't say all Asperger's I, is high." You it, don't know what you're talking. about. I don't about. think that that is so neatly cut out. That oh, if you're Asperger's, good luck. You're high functioning. I think there's it's some more, people that it's fall more into that high category than others that are going to need assistance throughout it's, their lives. The point is, it's more high functioning than others. Well, I, you know, I think that is a little too neatly. People who have Asperger's are typically high functioning, typically, according to our like the guy with Asperger's. What, on, you know, and this is what this is what you were trying to say yesterday that you felt weird. You say gawking at people with autism on TV, yeah. and the reason I, I came because up, we get a laugh out of their no, condition I, is they're no, trying to. I don't think to anybody is laughing. And oh. I said the other thing that like, well, we do this all the time with people with weird sexual fetishes on TLC, where we watch mm-hmm. them. The, we watch people with. The, Addiction the addiction. Ones? We watch people with deformities, Siamese twins, and Buzz was like, "Yeah, but the difference is, is that they're not like children." And, uh, I, was, and I was saying, "Yeah, you, I think some you of these assume people, that I think some of these people are, are childlike." Some of the people on this show are are so so affected by their neurodiversity that do I'm th- not sure they can fully give consent. Okay, so that's what I was about yeah. to ask. Do you think that autistic people are mentally diminished? I think, I think some of them you would not consider what they're doing necessarily to imply consent. And I'm worried that some of these people on Dating on the Spectrum are going to be targeted by non-autistic people who would take advantage of them, you know, by them being out in the spotlight like that. I don't know. I thought it was a little creepy. And then... The dude had swords like I have. I didn't didn't care for that well, much either. I, so I'm reading up on it, and it's saying that people with autism and children with autism develop sexually in exactly the same way as other children do. And that, yeah, biologically, I think so. And that as long as they understand informed consent, that that, that it's normal. I mean, it's, it's here's Raul who has something to say about love on the spectrum. Hi, Raul. Morning, Buzz. I just want to see if I can try and get you to understand it, maybe through the eyes of representation. Um, considering that, you know, there's a big push in representing anyone and everyone from 
race to ethnicity on screen. Uh, I think it's okay to have a show like this to show people that this can, this is normal for them. Like this is their normal. It's okay. Just because it's abnormal from us or different doesn't mean that it shouldn't be shown on the screen. Have you seen Um, Love on the Spectrum? No, I have not. Yeah. Uh, I, I, let me just tell you, there are like musical cues. You know, it's done like a reality show. So they're, they're they put in musical cues that I think make you or nudge you toward you're supposed to be laughing at these people. You think that's the point that we should be? La- that the I think there are a lot of people that probably a, watch it and it happens. That's from you. I don't think, I think so. That's more perspective or bias from you and how you're interpreting the music. Um, as opposed to what the show is actually trying to do, or potentially. I mean, again, I, I don't. I, that could be the case. Yeah. Well, I've seen the show and you haven't. And so. the, the music right. scores uh, for it, but again, I, I think it's. I would argue that it's fine. Again, considering uh, more from the base of representation. Well, I'll tell you what. Watch an episode or two and call me back next week. Uh, before I go, though, Nico, please stop. Uh, with the whole being late thing and being okay with it. Yeah, um, he still thinks that I'm bullying him. He told me I, I should stop late shaming him. You know what I told him, Roel? I said, I would be ashamed of myself if I felt shame for shaming you. Does that make any sense? I feel shame. Kind of. But that you sh- don't feel shame for shaming me? No, no. If I did feel shame over late shaming you, I would be ashamed that I felt shame. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't you feel bad for the fact that you're trying to get him to actually understand the fact. No, no, I don't feel bad. But I if feel I did, bad. I would be ashamed of that. That you're not feeling bad. No, 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 no. I, I'm trying to do you a favor. I'm trying to teach you how to function like a grown up. I, I feel bad that you're not. You don't feel bad about shaming well, me. I don't feel bad. Me. If I did feel bad, that's what Stop I would be it. ashamed of. Be professional. Yeah, be professional. Show up at work on time. Roll. You got a job. Yeah, you got to show I, up hey, at Roll, work on time, right? You know why I got hired? Because so, I'm closer in age with you than I am with Buzz, and I hold the same belief. If you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late, and if you're late, you're fired. Yeah. Well, yep, I, I got hired go. to be an idiot, so I'm I'm a professional well, I idiot. You, I think you were an idiot before you got hired. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's the reason I got on. Relevant. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I guess that that may reflect uh, differently on some of the hiring centers. I won't say anything else other than that. Sure. But you go stop. Be professional. I understand that you're a comic and you may have different ideas on what propness and attendance means, but be professional. Let me tell you something. If you're scheduled to go on stage at 830, you in the comedy world, Nico, you better be there by 830. Oh, always. Yeah. Well, right. You're always on time for that. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, why, why can't you be on time for this? I get paid way more for the other stuff. You don't get paid. Oh, yeah. I know what you per, get paid. Per, you get a bar per tab. Hour. Yeah. You get it's a bar better. tab. <laughs> he's a new Latin king of comedy, so he's, he's got more. He's got more pull. You're right, Buzz. Now it's right. He's just he do, he's just doing this to make a little money on the side. His heart's oh my not God, in. It. Buzz. He's a Latin king of comedy. That's why he's special. Oh, I know. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that's he's a Latin right. king of comedy now. Yeah, that's totally it. Uh, thank you, Raul. I appreciate it. <laughs> you right. guys have a good one. All right, have a good one. Let's talk to Michael, who's uh, calling in live. Awesome. Hello, Michael. Hey, Buzz. Hey. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call in and say, you know, as a father of a child who has autism um you know I've, we've watched the love on the spectrum show pretty much all the seasons, and um you know it really does i feel like it gives a great representation of the the social struggles that kids with autism have and there's the parents that uh of these people on the show they've even talked about the the creator of the show how he really has um 
given a clear lens of some of the struggles that these uh, people have. Is the, is the creator, hey, Michael, is the creator the guy that sometimes interjects and asks him questions? I think his name is Cian, like C-I-A. Cian, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, that's him. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, Michael. Uh, I don't think that he his intent is, oh, let's point and make fun of these people. I don't think that's his intent. But they do have these musical cues, you know, like if somebody's displaying an Asperger's or a, uh, an autistic trait they'll put in a you know like a silly musical cue and i think that's you know maybe a little too voyeuristic yeah, i can understand that yeah. and, the, and i hear where you know you you kind of say it feels like where you know people are gawking at them and making mm-hmm. jokes of it and i think coming from a, a a person that lives in this daily you you can kind of appreciate those things mm-hmm. because these are kind of the quirks that some of these people have and don't you know it, it's just the way that they the stem, so to speak, of uh, you know a common term in the autism world, but Michael, you say you you have a daughter with autism. Yes, I do. Is so in my experience, like interacting with people that I believe are on the spectrum or know that are on the spectrum, it's way more males than females. Is autism more affect males? Is it more unusual among females? Uh, no, actually, it's it's just not commonly diagnosed with yeah. females because they tend to mask their symptoms Mm -hmm. Um, they're better at they're better at hiding it yes exactly and so you don't typically see diagnosis in females until they're much older so you know looking for those cues early on is kind of important Mm -hmm. to kind of help with the intervention early on to give them the support they need they got a couple of uh you know obviously for a dating show they're going to need both genders not, not that, right. not that you couldn't, you know, right. you could do same sex, sure. But uh, I felt like some of the girls on the on the show, they got a couple of them, that, or several, that if somebody were watching that, they would say, "Oh, this is an easy." I, I just, you know, if they were dating somebody that's not on the autism spectrum, it seems like there'd be some kind of disadvantage or some kind of power differential, you know, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I. Michael, I have a quick question about this because I think the real point of the show that's interesting is that it's showing how autism and and Asperger's, uh, you know, you can't pick up on social cues and dating is really all about social cues, right? Right. And and so is that what's interesting or at least relatable is that you can find you can see the commonalities between the the difficulties with the the reading of social cues. Yeah, absolutely, and that's where I think it's it's great what this show is doing because they they have those therapists that specifically work with these people to kind of help them navigate these social situations that can be extremely daunting for these people. So mm-hmm. um, to kind of help and support them to try to fit into this neurotypical world is, is pretty awesome. Uh, right on. All right. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the call. Real Thank quick, you. I just wanted to point this out, Buzz, that there is there is an autistic comic right now in town who's working in, in the scene. And I'm, I'm working with her because I I'm honestly believe that uh, an autistic stand-up comic, it's, it must be so hard. Being, being on stage is all about picking up social cues from the audience and reading the room. You know, it's called reading the room, right? Yeah. Do you know how hard it would be to read the room if you can't pick up on social cues? I mean, that... It must be impossible to be a st- and yet she writes great jokes. She's she's got great stage presence and and I honestly think this one must be one of the most amazing things for an autistic person to try and do stand up comedy. All right, uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, and then guess what? I know we're late, but we are going to have Hollywood headlines news? and entertainment news with Joanna.
on the way right after this. Do not readjust. readjust. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo at the corner of Dyer and Monroe. They're just moments away from Fort Bliss, and you can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Hey, uh, Joanne, of all the stuff we've been talking about this morning, and what do you think has really generated the most calls that I have on the neckline that I haven't played yet? Uh, the love on the spectrum stuff. The the tortilla. The, ta- mm-hmm. the taco stuff. The taco stuff. Everybody's yeah, got a ton, ton of, of conversations. So where does the people have strong opinions? State your this. position on what makes a taco a taco and a burrito a burrito. I would like to preface this by saying I think everybody's saying that this is the rule. This right. is my opinion. And where are these rules written? Right. There's no In written Joanna's rule. article. <laughs> a lot of people read your article. Good. Keep and this all has, and was this all inspired by, by the first lady? Biden. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Yep. And you were saying she's probably not even talking about tacos. She's probably talking she's about talking burritos. About burritos. When you get a little flour tortilla and you put some egg in it, just because you pinch it and it looks like a taco, it's still a burrito. I don't care okay? how small that tortilla is. If it's flour, it's, it's a, a burrito. Yes, burrito. Yeah. Then okie dokie guy threw a real monkey wrench he into things. He did. If you hold it upside down, if it falls out, it's a taco. To which somebody in the app yeah. was like... Yeah, but at Chico's Tacos, they use a corn tortilla and roll it. And so if you turn that upside down, nothing's going to fall out. That's a rolled taco. That's still a taco. It's it's a taquito. Yeah, right? (laughs) So many opinions. You know, also, Joanna, do you think it has to be fried? Does the tortilla have to be fried? It could be fried. It doesn't have to be it fried. It doesn't have to be fried to be a taco. You know, I'm not. If the base is a flour tortilla. Yeah. It's a burrito. If it's a corn, that's a taco. Have you noticed that I'm not taking a position on this? You know why? Why? Because I want to avoid green-splaining it. Shut up, gringo. Green, I don't want to. I don't want to be a green-splainer. I'm sorry. I've been watching a lot of Beavis and Butthead lately. <laughs> Shut up, green Shut up, gringo. What you guys are talking about with the burrito? Uh-huh. So, if I take a bite out of my burrito. Mm-hmm. which is defined as being all wrapped up. It's now open at the bite site. So is it transformed into a... <laughs> because now, if I tip it over, it'll leak all the filling. <laughs> no! It'll leak all the filling. I mean, I, even no, I can't handle that bitten. one. You, you're in the process of yeah, eating it. you're already eating it. All bets are off. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. All right. That's not the only call that we got about it, though. More? Yeah, more. All right. Uh, yeah, I have a quick story about the burrito taco talk. Um, I used to work at a convenience store a long time ago, and the lady used to come and make breakfast burritos in the morning. And sometimes we'd get people from East Texas. Well, I remember the first time it happened. We got a person from East Texas come through, and they're like, uh, let me get uh, two uh, tacos. I was like, what are you talking about? You got those two tacos. Let me get them. I'm like, we don't have tacos. You got they're right there. And I'm like, those are burritos, man. I don't know what's wrong with people from East Texas, but they call burritos tacos. 
And also all the striped stores that took over the ton of countries. They're from East Texas, so now they call the they call the burritos tacos, the ones they sell sell, sell there. All right, thank you. This caller is not wrong. Um, this, and we're getting calls from all over Texas. Like, this guy was from Midland, and I think one of the other callers, well, ODG is from Odessa. <laughs> so. uh, stripes are these, this chain of gas stations yeah. in Texas throughout the south as well, south Texas. Okay. And they uh, they serve tacos. I guess you'd call them. Well, they're burritos. I mean, I call them burritos. But everywhere in south, Te- Te- south Texas, McAllen, Brownsville, La Jolla, if you want a taco, oh, they're going to give you a burrito. That's a burrito, It's yeah. a burrito. But they call them tacos. But look, it's even folded like a burrito. It, it, that one's even folded up, Buzz. Like, not even, like, flat. Like, they wrap them. And, and they're they like, call oh, it, a taco. That, they call it taco. Well, the There's f- a place called Taco Palenque in McAllen yeah, that's I know, famous. Mm-hmm. I know Taco Palenque. And, but they're, it's burrito palenque. <laughs> <laughs> it's all burritos, right? <laughs> I mean, tell like I, I, after I got through saying that I'm not really going to take a position on this. You're going to take a position. Take a position. <laughs> In my mind, I think of if it's crunchy, uh-huh. it's a taco. It's a taco. And if it's not crunchy, it's a burrito. If it's I, soft. I'm not going to die on that hill. But I feel like, in my mind, that's how I, I differentiate. I, I was about to agree with you till I remembered street tacos. Street, street tacos, tacos are these little yeah. f- small ones that aren't always fried. So they're not hard, but they're just tiny. You kind of eat them. Well, they have something called street tacos at Taco Cabana. So uh-huh. I know what that is. And that's more of a that's more of a burrito to me. Because <laughs> it does crunch. <laughs> Again, like I say, not a not a hill I want to die on. Right. Here, so. Stop Gringo explaining it. <laughs> shut up, Gringo. <laughs> Do they say shut up, Gringo, on Beavis and Butthead? Yes. Why? Because they're watching Insane in the Membrane. Shut up, Gringo. He's the but- Butthead is like, shut up, essay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it Beavis and Butthead do the universe? No, this is just the episodes of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Time for entertainment news. Joanna's uh-huh. got her finger on the pulse of Hollywood. What's happening, Joanna? Well, speaking of, hide the lighters because Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead series will arrive on <laughs> Paramount Plus on August 4th. Along with the premiere news, a trailer for the series dropped, which features all the key elements fans have come to expect from the classic cartoon, like crass jokes, buffoonery, and of course, fire. The new series follows the recently released Paramount Plus original film Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, which dropped on streamer last month. The 1996 film Beavis and Butthead Do America is also on the platform. I've been watching a lot of Beavis and Butthead. A lot of Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) That's what's kept you from seeing a single episode of Love on the Spectrum. Yes, because I'm busy over there with a, shut up, gringo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can I tell you, I was watching Beavis and Butthead Do America this Uh weekend. I, I couldn't get into the humor. It was I like, didn't think it was a good movie. Like, when I went to go see that, I was kind of on... The, it, when it was in theaters, I went to go see it in the theater, and I thought, interesting, this is not a good... I don't... I think I might have gotten up and walked out of it. Really? It might have been one it of wasn't, It was not a movie. good movie. It wasn't super strong punches, and, like, it just seemed... 
like, yeah, there, I couldn't I find the humor in it. It's not humor movie. that's geared toward a two-hour feature. Okay, oh, okay. okay. I get that, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, but because I wasn't allowed to watch it as a child, <laughs> I am now making up for it, and I'm watching a bunch of Beavis and Butthead. Constance Wu revealed on Thursday that she attempted suicide after experiencing <gasps> social media backlash several years ago. Wu, who also starred in Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez, caught flack online when she replied to news of her former ABC sitcom Fresh Off the Boat being renewed by saying, quote, So upset right now, I'm literally crying and, ugh, effing hell. <laughs> Her comments were flamed online by fans of the show and others who called her ungrateful for the show's success and worse. In a lengthy statement posted on the social media platform, Wu revealed that she was afraid of coming back on social media because she almost lost her life from it. The post reads, quote, Three years ago, when I made careless tweets about the renewal of my TV show, it ignited outrage and internet shaming that got pretty severe. I felt awful about what I'd said, and when a few DMs from a fellow Asian actress told me I'd become a blight on the Asian American community. Oh, don't you want to know who that was? I do. I bet it was a Lucy Liu, I bet. <laughs> I oh, wait, you just made that up. No okay. Idea. I have no idea. No, she didn't name who it was, but she did say, looking back, it's surreal that a few DMs convinced me to end my own life, but that's what happened. Luckily, a friend of friend found me and rushed me to the ER. She concluded by saying that after a break from Hollywood and a lot of therapy, she finally feels okay to venture back. What was Constant Wu's whole thing? She like she didn't like the show. She obviously didn't like being she on the show. Or she wanted to pursue more films. And so her being on the show as she was contractually obligated to be. Uh, well, Randall Park was on that. that show and he does both. You see Randall Park in movies all the time. Right. But I think like her schedule was a little bit more intense and she wanted to dedicate more time to being in films. <sighs> Hmm. And so she was very. My upset. network sitcom has been renewed. Poor me. That kind Poor of thing. Me, yeah. Okay. Now you're acting like the people that made her feel bad. <laughs> no, no. I was just trying I mean, to see if I could. That's what happened. That's what happened. What is people, people were saying. like, "Well, you're not yeah. grateful anymore." Right. So, fresh off the boat, did end its six seasons uh, in February of 2020. What else was she in? Hustlers. Hustlers. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So once that one came out, she kind of hit it big that with was, films. Right. And she wanted to continue on that, but then she made those comments and everyone was like, ooh. Uh. After delivering an epic and well-received third season of The Boys that saw Jensen Ackles a soldier boy and Anthony Starr's Homelander deliver command performances, mm. showrunner Eric Kripke has been opening up about making the widely satirical series. In a wide-ranging interview that tackled everything from far-right fans only just now realizing that oh Homelander is the bad guy. Right. Oh, my God. You alt-right dudes who it took you three se like, seasons to realize that Homelander's not they're the They're all like, guy. wait a minute. <laughs> Is this supposed to be about us? Are they making fun of us? Yeah, you know how they're all about patriots? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> like, they, 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 in the show, they accuse Starlight, who is one of the good characters, of, like, uh... Eating, eating children to oh, get right. their ad adrenochrome or whatever. All it's, they're they're portraying the fans of Homelander on the show and like that QAnon final people. Scene mm -hmm. is very obviously. Yeah, Joanna, yeah. Joanna showed it to me. She, like, she had to show me the final scene of the I was boys. Like, Watch this. And Which I, one? Where? Can I spoil the it? The final episode. Have you seen the final episode, Wes? I thought there was one out today, and that was no, last week. Last the final. Week, yeah, it ended already. Were they? Where they put uh, Soldier Boy back? Yes. Was that how it ended? It ends with 
Homelander. Oh, he just like zaps somebody's head mm-hmm. off in in public for and, calling him a fascist, and ev- all the people around him are like, "Yeah, yeah! right." Because yeah. like, remember, remember, and Don- it's very pointedly toward that comment that Donald Trump made. You know, yeah, didn't Donald Trump say, "I could shoot somebody in the middle of Times and, Square, and nobody would say anything, and nobody would do anything to me." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, while Kripke has a network TV background, a lot of filmmakers coming into the streaming space do not, which often leads to proclamations that they're not making a show. They're making an eight to ten hour movie. And Kripke is not here for it. Speaking to Vulture, he said, quote, they're more comfortable with the idea that they could give you ten hours where nothing happens until the eighth hour. That drives me effing nuts. As a network guy who had to get you people interested for 22 effing hours a year, I don't get the benefit of, oh, just hang in there and don't worry. The critics will tell you that by episode eight, stuff really hits the fan. Or anyone who says, well, I'm really making, what I'm really making is a 10 hour movie. F you, no, you're not. Make a TV show. Of course, Kripke's remarks could be read as a thinly veiled barb at Stranger Things, which just delivered a fourth season with some crazy long episodes. I, I kind of agree. I mean, the season's already over. Of the boys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't feel like that was the stopping point. I thought I thought there'd be at least one more episode. No, that's the stopping. I mean, he brings huh. his son on. The oh. son is now on Homelander's side. Yeah, that had kind of been developing. And the aren't they like supporting the Nazis or that Stormfront girl? I think there's the a, they, they have ca- they have a character in there called Stormfront who, who was a Nazi. and she's a Nazi during World War II. Yeah, well, and all of Homelander's supporters support her. N- some of them do. No, like Vought, which is the which is I guess the equivalent of Fox News, maybe or just like the Murdoch Empire. Anyway, Vought. Uh, spun it that it's like, oh, Homelander didn't know she was a Nazi. Of course we condemn anybody who was an actual member of the Nazi party. But then you've got some people who are like, Team Stormfront! Yeah. They share our values. You're right. Grogu, or as we mostly call him, Baby Yoda, became a huge sensation Aww. ever since he was introduced in the first episode of The Mandalorian. However, not everyone is a fan of Grogu, and one of them is Gremlins director Joe Dante, who compared the breakout Star Wars character to his film's gizmo during a recent recent interview, where he said, quote, I think the longevity of the films is really key to this one character, Gizmo, who is essentially like a baby. Which brings me, of course, to the subject of Baby Yoda, who is completely stolen and just out and out copied shamelessly, I would think. I would I would suspect that Baby Yoda's copied from Yoda more than <laughs> So Baby Yoda's essentially just Yoda as a baby. Okay. What a what a Yoda as a baby would look like. Right. To, to, I, I now, never Yoda thought of came the first, I, right? Yoda, Yoda Yoda was a character before Gremlins right. came out, yeah. Obviously, they're not the same. Wait, characters. are you sure about that? Because he came out in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that was early eighties. Gremlins was mid eighties. Yeah, I think it probably came out probably when I was maybe a junior, senior in high school. All right. I mean, obviously, Gizmo is Earth based, and Grogu is from a galaxy Yoda far, pre- far away. Listen, Yoda definitely preceded Gremlins. All right, to yeah. play Gremlins advocate, yeah, <laughs> they kind of look almost exactly the same. Okay, look at it's that picture. The ears. It's the gigantic ears. The ears, the eyes. The dark eyes. They're so cute. I want both. I want a Mogwai. 
They're so cute. Well, when you're talking about the eyes, you mean like how babies have big eyes. Yes. That's one of the cute features that of everybody coo yeah. and cuddle, and, you know, love babies so much. Yeah, they both but are I'm very cute. But I'm pretty sure baby Yoda can eat after midnight. Also, Yoda can get wet. Baby Yoda doesn't have hair. Baby Yoda's got a little peach fuzz. He's got peach fuzz. That's about it. The Mogwai is full hair. Like that is Baby all Yoda's hair. got more hair than you do, Nico. Maybe his ears. And finally, after it got revealed that Mr. Fantastic that we were shown in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, played by John Krasinski, was nothing but simple fan service, there's been a wide range of speculations about who could play the next Reed Richards in the MCU. And reportedly... Penn Badgley is the top contender to play the role in the, as the smartest man alive. Melissa Benoist and Natalia Dyer are in the discussion for Sue Storm, and Moonlight's Gerald Jerome oh. appeared on the list in an unspecified role. Yeah, I could see him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he could do it. So you know what's weird about this, uh-huh. Joanna? That yesterday for the After Buzz, that which is weird, which is out today. Uh, <laughs> That we talked Apropos about, of nothing, we had not heard the story hear this. that you're reporting. We just uh-huh. came up who who, who should we cast for the Fantastic that was just Four? Your topic. Yeah, who should we cast for our fantasy Fantastic Four? And we went through a bunch of different ones. And then, but who did you say was? Why is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, but right. the thing is, when Fantastic Four got started, these people were all supposed to be pretty fresh out of grad school. Like, yes, you know, Doctor uh, Doom and Reed Richards had roomed together in college, and they're all uh, supposed to be younger. They were supposed to be. In their twenties, so if you wanted to go with an older one, I thought Leo DiCaprio's as uh, Reed Richards would be a good one. But I'm seeing the I'm seeing Pin Badgley. So Joanna, I told him mm-hmm. I want to see a real old version uh-huh. of the Fantastic Four. Where Reed Richards has the gray hair, like he has gray on the sides. Okay. So like Pierce Brosnan as who? Pierce Brosnan. <sighs> you keep doing that. Brosnan. 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 Okay, whatever, man. You know who I'm talking. James Bond. Helen Mirren as Sue Storm. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Who'd we say for the other ones? Well, this whole list that they're revealing is not confirmed. Cassie. Michael Chiklis for the thing. Oh, wait. He's yeah, already he done it. Yeah, he's thing. already done it. Never he mind. the thing. <laughs> Casting reportedly began a few months ago, and the final decisions should be released at the upcoming D23 Expo beginning on September 9th. Oh, no, no. The Hulk. I'm not the Hulk. The Rock for the thing. The Rock as the thing. <laughs> Because he's made of rocks. They couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> go a direction where it's like, oh, the Fantastic Four have existed all along, and now they're, like, in in their 40s. And you could get away with casting somebody like The Rock or DiCaprio mm-hmm. or Charlize Theron. Although, I mean, spoiler, I think she showed up at the end of Doctor Strange. It's yeah, the Lady is. Doctor Strange. Lady so they Enchantress. She's doing something. Well, with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Nico's got news headlines for us on the way next, right after this. To call the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Buzz in the Morning Show. Only on 95.5 KLAQ. All right, it's time for Nico to do the news, unless I've got to take some lumps here. I don't know if that is something I have to do. Why? Why? 
Lisa Sanchez showed up the last <laughs> the last time she communicated to uh-huh. me. You were dead a, to me. It was a text that said you are dead to me. <laughs> you, are, you are dead to me. Yeah. That, that was I the know. last communication we had with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. then he calls back, sounding like he just woke up. He's like, what? 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 Do you want to go right now to go see Thor? I'm like, I have a day scheduled, I, my guy. I got things to do. Yeah. I, I got things can to I do tell, today. Can I tell you something, Sanchez? You I, loved it. I, I didn't. I thought it was. <laughs> it's really starting to wear out its welcome for me. You know what's the whole Marvel? You know what's hilarious movie. is I sent Lisa an article this morning that I thought was interesting, <laughs> and she texted me back, "Oh, it's nice to wake up to drama in the morning." <laughs> Wait, what, what was the article about? It's about the Beanie Feldstein and uh, Leia Michelle well, drama. I'm so excited that you dumbed it down for me because I've been interested, but not enough to really dive deep into that Daily Beast article, and that one even said. <laughs> Let me just sum it up for you real quick. I'm all beautiful. That's what I want to see this morning. Let me see what's going on with How that. How about uh, we go see where the crawdads sing instead of Thor, Love, and Thunder? Uh, you don't know anything about that one? It's Thor or nothing. How about we, <laughs> how about we wait a week or two for Mission Impossible 9? Do you know I haven't seen Mission Impossible 1 through 8? Oh, uh, you gotta see one. So, what, saw, am I, I missing saw, anything? Is I, this like Fast and the Furious? Like, I can catch up real quick. The last one was really good. Oh, okay. the last one, and I had not seen. I think I saw number one, and then at some point, you know, they've been making these for like twenty five years. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Mission Impossible. So I definitely saw the. First it was a one. TV show, right in the sixties? Yeah. First, yeah. Can and, we see Top Gun? I still haven't seen uh, that. I mean, I Top Gun's great, but I don't want to. Can I just drop you off and give you money for candy <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, Joanna, pick you me know, up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Joanna, if you guys, if you guys want to go see Top Gun, I will, I will I spring for you to. Top Gun. Joanna, <laughs> what? Joanna, shut up. We'll Joanna, just Lisa, could Buzz have avoided this entire situation if he had just gotten them online for you guys? Yeah, a hundred percent. If he had just, because I asked Joanna almost every day, like, has he gotten the tickets? Because you know how I am. I'm on top of these things. Has he gotten them? Has he gotten them? He left early. Lisa, today. I left him a nicely written note on the board over there. Don't forget to buy Thor tickets. It was there the whole week. <laughs> And he's like, hear me out. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to forget. See, Buzz, this is how online could have helped you. This is how the internet would have... The internet would have helped you, but also you went out of town. Like, the day it came out. I know. That was just my, you know... That was just my good luck. (laughs) (laughs) No, Joanna told me she liked it. She said that you were not a fan. Was it because of Lady Thor? No. That wasn't even that much. It was the comedy that he says he didn't even laugh at, Lisa. Damn. Yeah, well, I you know what's that, sad that yesterday his daughter was like exactly like him. I didn't think it was funny. Those screaming goats weren't funny. The screaming <laughs> goats were amazing. <laughs> I want the goats. Yeah, my daughter sounds like a little me when she's critiquing <laughs> movies. <laughs> she really does. Oh, yesterday though, I told her I was like, you know, uh, Willie came in and Willie's, you know, he's blowing up because his son is helping him with his Instagram and everything. I was like, do you know how big your dad could get? It, you, how big Buzz could get if you helped him with his Instagram? What'd she say? Oh, she's like, oh, that would take 10 years off my life. (laughs) (laughs) She said it would... Welcome to ours. It would stress her so much. She said it would stress her so much, she would take 10 years off her life. Yeah. We would like to agree with her statement. Uh, Look how much hair you've lost since she started working here, Nico. Oh, damn. First I get it from this side on Baby Grogu. (laughs) (laughs) I have to get it from the peanut gallery. Baby Grogu? Rewind that back for me real quick. Buzz said Baby Grogu had more hair on his ears than I have on my head. 
You have way more hair. At least like 50 more. Uh, yeah, you have at least 50 These more hair. These fluorescent lights are great for my hair right now, okay? In the dark, it looks way thinner. I mean, thicker. <laughs> in the dark. Thinner, dark. That's the it name just, of today's on demand. In the dark, it looks thicker. Dark. Uh, great job, Jared. I will definitely, if you, if you hang on, mm-hmm. I'll definitely make sure that we come to some kind of mutually agreed upon... <laughs> Just let me add your card to my Apple Pay. Yeah, I'll pay for that. I don't think we're doing that. <laughs> like, why did but I buy you, all these foods? I want you to know, Lisa. Mm-hmm. This week, my I came back from vacation to find out my AC downstairs is out, Ooh. and I've been cooking. Let everyone know. And today, I'm paying. I get the the honor of paying ten grand to get a new unit. Oh. Grand. Oh my god! You know what? Nine grand. One Why? of my friends oh, just bought a house, and she's been paying like that up the wazoo. You got to replace this stuff like every fifteen years. Although mine only went eleven. Well, here, here's some questions for you that I that probably would be good for listeners to know in general. Uh, do you have someone come in yearly to check your unit and make sure, give it like a little tune up, make sure it's working properly? <laughs> I should I should do that because I feel like. Oh, I, that's a thing. As a man, I ought to be able to do, but I probably don't do it thoroughly enough. So I should probably just pay somebody every. You're year. supposed to pay someone because they actually. We look did this at the last unit. year. Remember, Lisa, when I had to, we, I had to call somebody. We went through having an entire air conditioning guy, and he was like, "When's the last time you cleaned your uh, air filters?" And Buzz was like. You have to clean your air filters? <laughs> they asked him, like, well, how long did you get it? Like, do you check it regular? And Buzz is like, I've had it since 2011, and he hasn't checked anything. No, oh, no, no. I know at some point through the years I've gone out to Home Depot and bought new filters. Well, no, no, no. no. You're supposed to have but an There's a- more to it than that. Right. right. You're yeah. supposed to have, like, I have this guy, Jesus, which reminds me. Jesus, call me back. Yeah, I've been calling them for two weeks. Uh, but it's like they come down there. They actually go through the unit, make sure it's working properly. They clean the things they're supposed to clean. Um, you know, they, they do switch out your filter. But you're supposed to f- switch out your filter every month. So they're- Nah, I don't believe Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, this is the whole thing we went through. We were like, no. I just felt so every bad. Every five years. Maybe. So my friend uh, Eileen just bought a house. And she's all excited. First house. Wa-bam. Super stoked. And then just it seems like whoever must have owned it before her was not doing any maintenance on it. Because just thing, one thing after expensive thing after another. Was just it a rental before she bought it? I don't know. Yeah, I really. But. find that's one of the things you got to. If you get something that they had been. That somebody had been renting previously, you, you know how people it's treat just not, a rented vehicle. Well, <laughs> That's and it's, how they treat it, a rented house a lot of times. It's things that you would think are common sense, but some people don't know. Like you don't know that you're supposed to get a yearly kind of tune-up on your AC. Um, like for instance, apparently whoever I haven't, any, I haven't had anybody come in and tune up my refrigerator, and it seems to be humming along just fine. We hey, just got is it two your years ago. Refrigerator running. Maybe you should, yes. you should go get it. You better go catch it. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? I think the worst, though, was so whoever had the house before her had been pouring grease down the drain. Oh, uh, that's not awful. good. I know you're not supposed to do that. Oh, see, I didn't learn that until about like 10 years ago. I had, but I had never owned a house. I had no idea that you couldn't do that. And she, like, thanks, thankfully to TikTok, I learned a great way. You put like aluminum foil over the drain and then you just pour it in there. And then when it's hardened, you just wrap it all up and throw it in the trash can. Thank you, TikTok. Wow. 
I know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that smart? Because then you don't have to have that smelly can of grease on the sink that you like pour it into or a jar. My mom used to have one of those cans of grease. I didn't know what it was for, but she would use it to cook with. For but you had a can of grease in yeah. the kitchen all the for time. Your bacon right? Yeah, grease. For it's the bacon grease or for the, all your fixings. Yeah, for everything. So you pour it in there, and then you can use it again if you want. Or I just would throw it out. But I, for me, it just was gross. But yeah, so on TikTok they showed like you can do aluminum foil over the sink, and then you pour it in there, and then when it's finally cooled down, you just wrap it up and throw it in the trash. Do you want me to go through some some other movies that are out new today in theaters? Sure. We don't need to do the news. Pause of Fury. <laughs> Agreed. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Who's that sounds, Hank? That sounds animated. Uh, it is animated. I don't want that to That sounds like it has Michael Sarah in it. Michael Sarah stars along with Samuel L. Jackson. Where the Crawdads Sing. I heard that's a really good book. I've been. I think that's the only reason I'm on the fence is I want to read the book before I go see the movie. I guess Taylor Swift was such a fan of the book that she wanted to do a song for the movie, and yeah, there's some controversy about the author who may or may not have had a part in killing a poacher in Africa in the in the nineties. In Zambia. Ooh. Yeah. And one of the characters. I mean, the plot of the book is you don't know whether or not one of the main characters committed a murder or not by killing right. a poacher. Not by, no, not a poacher. Okay. <laughs> the Gray Man, Ryan Gosling, is a top CIA operative being hunted across the globe. Chris Evans is the sociopath trying to kill him, and Billy Bob Thornton plays his handler. Would is you care? that on, is for streaming too, or is it just in theaters? Next week it will be available on Netflix. It's yeah, in it's in theaters Netflix. today, oh. but next week, Netflix. So what's the point? Yeah, it's in theaters today? Yeah. Well, it's then why would I pay Netflix Yeah, why for? would I? What? Yeah. That's insane. I'm a, no, I understand. I get where you're coming from. Joanna shows up with her Netflix account like, here, <laughs> let me in. But <laughs> I paid for this. I saw already. pictures Netflix. of Chris Evans in the in the movie. He's playing the bad guy. He goes full mustache. I love it. Hey, really? why is yeah. he making people mad lately? I, I, I'll i be honest. Since I've, I've left y'all, I do not pay attention to the news, entertainment. I only get what Nico and Joanna send me occasionally. <laughs> and Joanna Evans? mostly through memes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he upset some people recently. Like, th- said something like he lied on the news. What? No. Chris Evans? Yeah. I, it was a meme that someone sent me. sure it's me. not Chris Pratt? Oh, yeah. Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah, it was Chris, it was Pratt. Chris Pratt. What do you do? I got my Christmas <sighs> mixed up. Yeah, there, uh, there was. Come on, oh, you do the uh, interview. He, his church or something. Oh, he said that he was not a member of this that anti-gay church, one. and it's oh. like, dude, you you, you were defending it, yeah. them for also for years. don't call him Chris Pratt. Yeah, just it's call he, him Pratt. Or, Pratt or CP. Uh, can I call him Christopher? Chris is not his name. He's oh, he doesn't like he the doesn't term like Chris. That, no. Yeah. Well, when did he turn douchey so in the guy? Weird, right? He's the douche of the guy. Is he weird? A little bit. Because I, I saw that. It was like, we miss Chris Pratt with Anna Ferris. Like, that was the, he is not I my Andy Dwyer. I chubby, dandy Dwyer, Chris Pratt. Yeah. That's who I miss. He was saying in an interview that he was eating so terribly to have the Andy Dwyer body. He was eating, like, three cheeseburgers in one sitting. Sounds delicious. He was ha- But he said he was ha- happy, I guess, but, like, felt terrible all the time. Well, that's what that food does I had too. seen him in a few other things other than Parks and Rec, and he... He wasn't like this. He didn't get chiseled until he got cast in Guardians. Jurassic World. Well, or, no, in Jurassic World first. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just saw I that know, headline and I forgot to ask Joanna. I'm like, my entertainment reporter. Hello. Tell me what- Have you seen a show called Love on the Spectrum on <gasps> oh, Netflix? Oh, my gosh. I love 
it so much. Who do you think I, told well, me about the show? Congratulations, okay. you're in the same boat as somebody who would go see a freak show at the circus a hundred years ago. I think he's watching a freak show. Okay, okay. Do you want to know something terrible? So, I started hanging out with somebody, and we were watching this show, and as we were watching it, he wait, and wait, I what were... what do you mean you're hanging out? You got a boyfriend? No. No, oh, okay. no. hanging out with someone. Wait, did you just call autistic people freaks? <laughs> no, but he I'm saying... He kind of that... did, right? Yeah, you no, kind of did. No, Hold on. No. Let me... Wait. Some people watch it, and I'm sure that... Let some me... people... Some people who watch it, I'm sure, are entertained because it's like, oh, look at the, okay, you know, no, no, no. the R word I'm going to come help you right now. Okay. So, we were watching this show, and as we were watching it, he and I were just laughing because we're like, oh my gosh, that is us. Like, this is how we are. Because there's one part where they have to explain, like, do you understand how to how she is your girlfriend? Like, how you make me? He's like, I don't get Because he was saying, I'm going to ask her. And that's when I changed my Facebook to married. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not how this works. And they're like, do you do you get this, Subda? Like, how this works? And he and I start laughing. We're like, we both never have had that conversation with someone of like, hello. Would you like to be my girlfriend or boyfriend? And like in this Yeah, you just call it hanging out apparently. <laughs> <laughs> We're like that. Yeah. Oh, That's sub- what we kept saying. We're like this is Subdoll is great. Subdoll is is really I great. love him so much. He is so sweet. Him and his girl. There's I cannot stand Danny though. She annoys the Le- F Lisa, out of me. the reason this came up was because yesterday I went over to his house and his girlfriend went up to me. And was like, remember, you said, he, he autismo. <laughs> she's, pointing Nico, to, Nico. she's pointing to Buzz. And then she points to the TV and says, El in TV has swords. James. And, and, and I love James. She's calling him the same as because James. I have, as soon as that scene came <laughs> no. on where he's like, this is my broadsword and this is my dagger. And I like to take them to Creative Anachronist Festival, <laughs> otherwise known as Renaissance Festival. She's looking at me with her mouth no. agape. Meanwhile, you, your, you. your helmet, you eat that same as he. Your, my hel- my your helmets helmet. and your armor are all above you and okay, around your house. But does James not remind you of a certain person that we all know and love so much? Yeah, the way that he gets just so wound up when he's talking about something he's passionate and about. And he closes sure. his eyes yep. when he gets upset. And I was like, oh, and I just kept saying, oh I love God. this person. I love this person so much. And my friend was telling me, he's like, uh, who are you talking about? I'm like, oh, you, have to, you have to meet him. You'll understand. Yeah, we got a friend. Who's... He does the same thing, and I love yeah. it. All right, let's take a break. Joanna's telling me to break. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in and taking charge. Thank I appreciate you. it. You're welcome. I'm just saying. I'm All right. Joanna said break. Me. Take a break. <laughs> Maybe we'll do news right after this. <laughs> the Buzz Adams Morning Show on KLQ. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. Pumping Ink Tattoo. Corner of Dyer and Monroe. You can find them on social media. They're also moments away from Fort Bliss. You can also find them on their website, PumpingInkTattoo.com. That is PumpingInkTattoo.com. In a little over an hour, tickets for Pussifer go on sale. Pussifer. Yeah. Which is Maynard James Keenan's other other band. And he's from what band? Tool. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Tool. I, I know how I got tripped up the other day. <laughs> With... Nine Inch yeah, Nails? Right. 
They're both things you would find at an Ace Hardware store. <laughs> there would be tool and there would be nine inch nails. So it just got my wires crossed. It also doesn't help that you. Yeah, I think your lack of rock knowledge is rubbing off on me Lisa, a little bit he too. Pisses people off every oh day. Oh my I god, love it. The worst. You can't blame everything on me. Everything. I got so mad the other day because I was listening and I thought it was I thought it was live, which is when I sent your dead to me buzz. And <laughs> I was talking all this trash to Joanna. I'm like, why are you guys talking about me right now? And she's what? like, it's a replay. I was like, I'm oh, not, it's a replay. Never mind. Oh, was that why you said that I'm dead to you? Yeah. Because you guys were saying how I had that good concert ticket mojo. You do. Oh, yeah. And Joanna was saying, she's like, I was right there for the When We Were Young tickets. And she got them and I did it. I was like, "Ah." I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Whatever it is. You you have the mojo. Sucks up whatever (laughs) energy there is out there that I don't get tickets. Side by side in the same room on computer. And Lisa gets tickets. Joanna doesn't. Well, Lisa has big ticket energy. I do. That is... um. Part of our new drinking game rules. Everyone take a shot. Yeah, that was the clip that was playing. And I was like, why are you guys talking about me? Oh, I was on vacation. It was a replay. Yeah, I was going to the doctor's office. And I was like, why are they talking about me? (laughs) Which reminds me, I got tickets, Joanna. Did I tell you? I'm really excited. Tickets to Posifer? No, My Chemical Romance. Ugh. And Coed and Cambria. Of course. In Oklahoma. Don't, don't. I'm going to Oklahoma, Buzz. Which uh, which city? The city of Oklahoma. Oklahoma City? Okay. The city? <laughs> it took me a while to think, what city is of Oklahoma? Oh, you mean Oklahoma City. Okay, yeah. yeah. But Pussifer, Buzz, hook me up with some tickets, too. Can't give you these. Okay. These are our final pair of one before you can buy them. I'm going to give them away now. Uh, okay, tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. this morning through Ticketmaster, the Plaza Theater box office. Pussifer, October 21st at Abraham Chavez Theater. Caller 10. Let's uh, go ahead and get that going. Nine one five. No no pussy footing around about Pussifer. I just want to let you know we have like three minutes here. So. Pussifer. <laughs> we, get, we get three minutes of news in. Okay. 915-910-4995. That's 915-910-4995. And caller 10. We've got our final pair of women before you can buy them tickets. For Maynard and Pussifer coming in Pussifer. In boots. Pussifer in boots. Right? Classic. Not bad. Uh, let's <laughs> go ahead and get into our news headlines. Here's Nico. Oh, you were serious. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> two and a half minutes. Let's do this. It's like one story. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up, boy. Come on. I have to get to the top of my article. All right. <laughs> Pro-Russian separatists in Ukraine are holding a third American captive. Friends and family of Suendi Merkezi was captured last month in the Russian-occupied port city of Kherson. His brother said Merkezi phoned last week and said he was imprisoned in Dantesk, the biggest city in eastern region. In an eastern region, separatists claim it is an independent state. He said he was in the same jail as two American fighters captured by Russia last month. Merkezi told his brother he had been falsely accused of participating in pro-Ukrainian protests. Merkezi is an Air Force veteran from Minnesota who moved to Ukraine about four years ago. And he's saying he didn't have anything to do with fighting. They just nabbed him because hey, he's an American. We could hold him hostage, probably. Yes, absolutely. Um, he told his brother he had been falsely accused of participating in pro-Ukrainian protests. So just for being an American. Yeah. 
President Joe Biden on Thursday would not say whether he would bring up the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi when he meets with leaders on Friday. I always bring up human rights, Biden said when asked by reporters in Jerusalem what he would say about Khashoggi's killing to Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, whom U.S. intelligence determined approved the operation that led to the Washington Post columnist's death. Am I plugged in? Yes, certainly are. I always bring up human rights, but my position on Khashoggi has been so clear. If anyone doesn't understand it in Saudi Arabia or anywhere else, then they haven't been around. Yeah, but that wasn't the question. The question is, are you going to bring it up personally to MBS when you speak to him? Well, Biden said his views on Khashoggi have been absolutely positively clear. The president was speaking during a news conference in Jerusalem alongside Israel's prime minister, as a presidential candidate, Biden had vowed to make Saudi Arabia a pariah state over the 2018 murder of Khashoggi, a Saudi dissident who was based well, in this the United is, States. Well, this is a whole goodwill tour. So this is the opposite of making Saudi Arabia a pariah state. This is definitely trying to strengthen our connections oh, with Saudi Arabia. He's like, we South. need Saudi Arabia yeah, right. and your oil. Russian missiles struck a city in central Ukraine on Thursday, killing at least 23 people and wounding more than 100, Ukrainian authorities said. Ukraine's president alleged the attack deliberately targeted civilians in locations without military value. Officials said caliber cruise missiles fired from Russian submarines in the Black Sea struck civilian buildings in Vinistia, a city 167 miles southwest of Kiev. Vinistia region governor Sergei Borzov said Ukrainian air, defensive down, air defenses downed two of the four Russian missiles that were launched. Along with hitting buildings, the missiles ignited a fire that spread to 50 cars in a parking lot, officials said. These are quite high-precision missiles. They knew where they were hitting, Borzov said. In the wake of, missile, of the missile attack, the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine has issued a security alert advising people to avoid large gatherings and organized events as they may serve as Russian military targets anywhere in Ukraine, including in Western regions. So they're saying don't even get together. Don't even be large groups because they might target those <laughs> groups. Right. They're, they're obviously, you know, it's a terrorism campaign. Almost, yeah. Yeah. They might just drop a bomb on you. Without even pretending that it's a military site. Right. Yeah. The Secret Service deleted text messages from January 5th and 6th after an internal watchdog requested them as part of a review of the department's handling of last year's Capitol riot. A letter sent Wednesday by the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General to the heads of the House and Senate Homeland Security Committees, which was obtained by ABC News, said the messages were deleted as part of a device replacement program, despite the Inspector General's request for those communications. It's unclear whether the messages were deleted intentionally or by accident, though the Inspector General's letter comes as the Secret Service is once again under heightened security, I mean scrutiny, following hearings from the House committees investigating the insurrection. All right, we've got to take a break. Uh, we'll come back for part two of the news and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show once we get in the 9 o'clock hour. And more of the morning show is on the way right after this. These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. All right, we're going to get back to uh, the rest of our news headlines. Nico, you want to have a follow-up on the uh, the Secret Service uh, deleting text? I did because... Some of, the, some of the people who were working uh, for Secret Service on and around January 6th. Right? This is going to be a big story, and I kind of feel like it's dangerous to even think that the, the Secret Service could be politicized in any way. Um, but 
supposedly they're pushing back on anything that this was done intentionally, them deleting messages. They're saying, oh, uh, it was an accident. We just, we just can't find them right now. The messages weren't deleted till they were requested for. And they were requested right. after Cass, Cassidy Hutchinson's um, testimony in front of the January 6th committee last week or two so weeks ago. So some of the people who were working the Secret Service detail either for the president or around the White House – gotten their phone and deleted these texts. Right. And remember, this came as her testimony was that Donald Trump had tried to take the steering wheel from a uh, Secret Service agent. So we don't know what the messages that they deleted or what the texts were, but but it it was stuff that they really hustled to to scrub it Right, as soon as they might ask for it. And it seems Mm -hmm. like it wasn't deleted till her testimony and they asked for them so it seems like very, I mean, it could be a text very where, fishy. where one secret service guy texting is like you're not gonna believe it but the president tried to grab the steering wheel for you know something like that potentially right whatever it was they wanted to get rid of it right before it could be taken into evidence right okay. and this isn't this isn't the committee that's that's making these accusations this is an inspector general i don't know if people even know what that means but the government has people kind of reviewing things all the time and i've got a little internal affairs uh some audio and video if you're you have to be in the studio to see the video but from the world of aoc alexandria ocasio cortez ah yes uh she got heckled by some dude who was making racist comments about her body and it was bad enough but then marjorie taylor green you know who's a colleague has the the harasser on her podcast. So this dude, I guess he just shows up and heckles people, and that's supposed to be his shtick. Mm-hmm. But it's a dude from Texas, so here's how he... I mean, this isn't appropriate for anybody, whether they're famous or not, to comment on a lady's body the way this guy is. So here's what this guy said to AOC. See, you're my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. Oh, she's about to deck him. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, 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 like a tamale. Like a tamale. tamale. Okay, so bad enough that this guy did it. Marjorie Taylor Greene, this... This piece of work oh, has God. the guy on her podcast where they're having a big yuck about it. Let's talk about big booty Latinas. Yeah, let's talk about this basket of deplorables. So AOC, who who was very upset, you know, you're a comedian, you're doing what you do. First of all, we looked it up. Not he's a not a comedian. Okay, he's a troll and and a sexual harasser. Just because you make funny videos and i even actually you think are funny i I say this even about youtube stars or anybody that's instagram or tiktok and you're not a comedian even if they're funny okay so first of all we we tried to find out if this guy actually gets gigs like a comedy yeah like if if he does stand up anywhere no it doesn't look like but i mean just as a woman wouldn't you wouldn't you want to say hey it's not appropriate to talk to a a lady like that right if you're marjorie taylor green i mean if you're if if you're a human troll living under a bridge, maybe you condone that sort of thing. But if you're a Congress, anyway, it's it's like that deal where it's like, oh, they this person can't get any lower, can't do anything more disgusting. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene will never let you down on that score. So who, who was very upset. You know, you're a comedian. You're doing what you do. 
saying things are actually quite the compliments. I, I was complimenting. She's Jenny from the block. I mean, J-Lo is known for her v- voluptuous derriere, and all I was trying to do is say, you look great. I don't know why. And I'm in Texas, and you're in Georgia, so we have Southern hospitality. Right. That's how we talk. You're No, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. No, we don't. I don't go up to random strangers ever. And go, look at that big booty. Look at that little Latina. that tamale. Lisa doesn't come in, and I go, hey, there's my favorite big booty Latina. I mean... I mean, where did she I mean, go now? So where is our He's big... still in the building. Where is our big booty Latina? <laughs> I just lost my favorite big booty Latina. Yeah, obviously, this is not the kind of public behavior that you would condone if you're anybody, much less a member of Congress, but there's MTG with her logo on the I thing and everything. I MTG is booty. <laughs> Her v- voluptuous derriere, and all I was trying to do is say, you look great. I don't know why. And I'm in Texas, and you're in Georgia, so we have Southern hospitality. Right. That's how we talk. You're a beautiful lady. You. I think anybody who considers himself Southern and knows anything about Southern, that's not the definition of Southern hospitality. Mm-mm. Cat-calling women on the sidewalk is not Southern hospitality. And can we cut through the BS? This is completely disingenuous. One, I don't know if you can go back to the, his clip originally when he was saying it, but he goes, oh, look at her. She's beautiful. I mean, she's out here trying to kill babies, but oh, she's beautiful. I mean, that's disingenuous. You were trying to mock her, basically. You were trying to sure. mock her in a pleasant way or in a happy no, way. No, not in a pleasant or, way. Or even in an upbeat way. Let's just say an upbeat way. A racist way. But he was trying to say, no, I was giving her compliments. No, you weren't. You are were a very beautiful lady. And I, and I don't mean that anything sexual. I'm just saying, I'm just... Weird. Nobody buys that. So, uh, commenting on your beauty. I don't think that that, for me, is some sort of negative thing. But they live in a, in a society where compliments are bigotry and... Be- <laughs> Well, if you want to know what it feels like when somebody's trying to gaslight you, this, this is, is what it, it feels like. When oh, you're trying crazy to for feeling like yeah, this. Yeah, you guys just get offended by anything. I'm just a nice Southern gentleman. That is the definition of gaslighting. You called her a tamale. It, it is. It's it's mm-hmm. terrible. But but in our how we feel in our culture, where we believe in. And if you're wondering what culture that is, it's called whole culture. Yeah, I am trying to wonder. <laughs> Um, you know, two genders. Yeah, no, male, no. There's 17 female. actually now. <laughs> no. that's, that's what some people say. Oh, just this tedious that that people think. Oh, this is funny and this is real cutting edge. It's just <laughs> right. It's Very just like Latinas. Look at that guy's smug face. I know it's very punchable. Very punchable. I know it's but, insane. But no, it's, it's I. Oh, and when I say punch, I'm, it's just Southern hospitality. We punch yeah, we each other. Punch each other. It's just part of our culture, right? We just punch each other. If you got a face like a catcher's mitt, I'm going to punch it. Women should be confident. <laughs> and if someone, if a man gives you a compliment, that's like MTG doesn't think that that's a compliment. She knows that's not a compliment. What an ass! A woman. I mean. I wasn't commenting on, on her. her. No, no, no. no. We're just... Can say thank you. That's a good yeah. thing. Okay. Just say thank you. MTG. She's out here trying to kill babies, but no, you look great. Just say thank you. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, your dad's <laughs> on the line. Hey, Nico's dad, Ed, is on the line. Hi, Ed. Hello, Buzz. How Ed, I want you to know, and I want you to share this with all the Egyptians. Nico was 15 minutes early for work today. But, you know, we had a talk with him. Yeah. We said he was not raised that way. No. So uh, I'm glad something might have sucked 
Uh, Something might have. You should see Nico. So Nico's oh, getting up no, and oh, wait, where? Are you? Don't come back. Your dad's oh, gonna. Leaving. Your dad's on the radio. Where are you, you going? Just, he put got, the headphones back on. You can't just leave. You're on the show I mean, right now. I can't. Just the, just the look of despair. I can't describe to you the look. I of just want to say that, that I didn't know Nico's this was face. Nico's dad until like I was putting him on hold and he's all, "I'm Nico's dad." So, what's up, Ed? But I, I, I'm glad you had that talk. It seems like it really took hold. Well, you know, it's it, it just like you said, you know, if you're not there 10 minutes before the show, then you're late. And so that's the way my wife and myself have always yep. conducted our, our work. You. And You're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I get it. Maybe maybe now Nico does. I hope so. I hope something sets him. But uh, the reason I was just going to call, though, Buzz, also is, is just to make a little comment on gas prices. I, I know uh, Joanna says that we haven't been talking about that, but uh, well, I figured that it'd be, since you're very uh, smart, you might have the answer to this. All right, I doubt it, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you trying to gaslight him? Uh, what's that? Now, go ahead, Ed. What, what is uh, so, it? So I just put uh, gas at Costco. It was uh, three ninety three. But yet here on the west side at uh, Circle K or the Valero, it's still like four sixty five. Why the the big difference? Well, you get the club rate. I mean, for one thing, because you're you're a Costco member. Yeah, but that's almost a dollar difference. Yeah, no, no, it is. It's, I I don't think that accounts for all of it, but some of it anyway. So, but also, did you have to wait in line very long? Because sometimes I go by Sam's and they're you know same deal. They're a club member, and and the lines you got to wait like ten or fifteen minutes to get your gas. Yeah, no, no, it, it actually was quite empty. I mean, less than five minutes in line, and that was uh, unusual as well. But I didn't know whether there's a a, um, a a margin that these other companies are looking at as opposed to what Costco. Obviously, their margin is a lot less on the gas, but but it was interesting. I just didn't realize how big of a difference that was. So you know, we weren't was, talking about this, Dad, right? You were. We weren't. <laughs> oh. So you have to call. You call in for something that you're talking about. No, are, are you telling your normally, father yeah. that you have to call in about something we were already talking about? Yeah, yeah no, normally. No, 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 you guys, I had to ask him, like, hey, were we talking about this? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> what Everybody's saying? talking about gas prices. Just because we weren't talking about it this second doesn't mean it's not something people are talking about. True. I thought I missed something. I thought I missed something, no, too. No, no, no. My dad lives in his uh, own world sometimes. I see. I see. All right. Well. I appreciate the call uh, picking up, and, nice, and of course, Nico. I think you hurt your dad's feelings. Yeah, say sorry to your dad. Yeah, apologize to your dad. Go away. Go away. No, don't Ed, listen I'll to see, him. I'll see you out on the links this weekend, Ed. How about that? All right. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Thank Thanks for calling, calling in, Mister Jimmy. In. All right. Bye take bye. Care, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Nico, don't say <laughs> <your dad laughs> <to> go away. <laughs> Oh my! But it does seem like the the talk you had with your mommy and daddy, where you brought me him. a matcha latte this morning. They, we didn't talk. I don't know what you thought. We didn't have a talk yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call your dad out like that. Yeah. What the hell? We had a, I got like a text message that was like very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So what did, what did your dad say? It was four oh five at Costco and four. No three 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 ninety something around there. Holy yeah, crap. and four and four sixty. Yeah. So let's say that is a big difference. Yeah, I mean, it's a big difference. But 
if you if you have a tank I mean, that's twenty I, gallons, I mean that's huge. Sure, I saw a couple of times. Even in the, I went to visit my mom, and she lives in a small town. Like one gas place had four oh five, and another one had got like fifty, like four fifty five, and that wasn't a club situation or anything. No, it's just. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You know, usually when you're in a in one location, it might vary from town to town or if you're out on the highway. But if it's on the same block or in the same street, they're usually pretty close. I would be curious, but anybody the, about, that knows about this, because we have a refinery in El Paso, don't we? I think it's called Western Refinery. Is that still, that's still open, right? <laughs> the big refinery? It's, right? I'm not crazy. It's still open, right? That's a refinery, I right? Yes. Why don't we get it direct from the source? Why don't we get it from the tap, you know? I, I don't think it works that way. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's I don't think the way it works, works. that way either. I, I couldn't explain the, the whys and wherefores of that, however. I can't believe you told your dad not to call in about things. No, I said make sure it's relevant to whatever we're talking about. I yeah. asked him because I was no, you know, chit chatting with Lisa back here, so I thought I missed something. For weeks or for weeks he's threatened to call in. He's like <laughs> no, he's finally done. For it. weeks he's been like, Oh, I'm gonna call in. And I'm say glad something. he did. I'm like, Okay, I'm sure dad, if you ever get the you know, the 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 guts to do it, I mean I hope you do. And he heard the part where I said the way that I was always approach work is if you're if you're if you're, what? How did I say it? That's you if know. You know. J, JT actually told me that's all Vince Lombardi quote. I mean, that's that's what everybody's been told. How did he? Your dad put it perfect. If you're, if you're, if you're on, t- if you're on time, if you start at six and you're there at six, you're late. If you're there ten minutes early, you're, you're on like, time. You sound like George Bush saying, "You, you fool me once, but but if you, if you, you get, shouldn't fool me too many times." <laughs> However the saying goes. You guys both suck at this, all right? We should, we should break. <laughs> anyway, so he called. If you're not so at my least dad five minutes to, early, you're late. You're late. My dad calls today of all days, and then he, he picks up all things to talk about gas. Uh-huh. But we weren't talking about gas. It's like. It was on his mind. But if you. But I do like how he's like, oh, so now I can only call it. <laughs> oh, what? I can only call it a relevant thing? Yeah, Nico. Don't shame your dad that way. I appreciate it. You're going to get another text that says disappointed. No. Disappointed. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, you don't think I have a collection since I started being a stand up? <laughs> Let's take a break. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. I love you, Dad. Uh, we'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. This is uh, Dorothy, a fantastic band that is going to be coming. Uh, we just found out about this to the Rock House. All right. At 9828 Montana. And advanced tickets are on sale at eventbrite.com. The show is going to be Tuesday, October the 4th at the Rock House, 9828 Montana with Dorothy. And we just gave away uh, Pussifer tickets. That was the plan anyway. Who's our winner, Joanna? Oh, you'll not believe who our winner for Pussifer tickets was. Ed Ejimian. Who? Ed. No. No. (laughs) Eli on the moon. Yay! Good job, Eli. One of our regulars on the fan chat. That was our last pair of women before you buy them, but we might have more Prosopher tickets uh, 
That show is October 21st, but I thought we'd give away these Dorothy tickets. And uh, caller 10 on the studio line, 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. We'll make it caller 10. You know, the concert schedule is really filling in. and Isn't it exciting? Yep. Scorpions and Whitesnake, I'm looking forward to. Are you going to go to that one? Yeah, I'm going to go to that one. I'm going to go with my buddy Steve. Not Cap Cap Lutz? I was like, Cap buddy Steve. Oh. Uh, Iron Maiden at the Don Haskins Center, September 11th. Wait, you have another friend? (laughs) I do. (laughs) This free show at Speaking Rock is coming up. Yeah, yeah. On August 27th, Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. That's going to be an awesome show. Which was... Is Falling in Reverse the band that sings canceling, canceling? Oh, yeah. yeah, I love that, that canceling song. show. <laughs> Last time I came in here on a Saturday to visit Joanna, she just starts singing canceling, random parts. Canceling, 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 canceling you. I love that song. And I just started laughing because I'm like looking at her. I'm like, what the? And she's all Buzz and I like to do that. Canceling, <laughs> canceling. <laughs> They're great. You know what? Fallen in Reverse is a really good band that's kind of been on the like. I don't. They haven't blown up to their fullest potential, in my opinion. Uh, Ronnie Radke, the lead singer of that band, actually was the lead singer of. Do you remember Buzz? Probably not. Never mind. One. Nine Inch Nails. Ru- who? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why I tried this. Uh, Escape the Fate. Oh, okay. He was the lead singer of Escape the Fate, and then he did not escape and went to jail. Uh, so he was... Uh, I. Mm, let go, shall we say, of the band. Uh, what was he? What was he accused of? Or you know what? what? I can't remember exactly. Um, He's not the guy that tried to hire somebody to. No, that he is, didn't put a hit out on. That somebody. is Tim Lambesis, yeah. and they were just here a few like a month ago. <laughs> Great show. I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went. It was great. But no, so Ronnie Radke, after that, started the new band, which is Falling in Reverse. And they are so good. Uh, just they have really fun lyrics to their songs. He has a great voice. Super hot girlfriend, uh, who I love so much. Uh, she was in the WWE, known as Paige. And, Wait, uh, was, she, was she married to Triple H? No. Oh. No, Paige. No, Paige is young. Paige was the one. She, I believe she was the youngest ever to win the WWE Divas Championship. Um, but she came in. She's from the UK. When she came in, just had a totally different look to her. Real pale, gothic looking almost. Completely different than what you were seeing in the Divas division at that time. And kind of took the division by storm. Uh, doing really, really good. But then unfortunately had some bad injuries to her neck and had oh. to retire. Uh, but now, yeah, she's been dating Ronnie for, gosh, I want to say like three or four years now. It's been a hot minute. Uh, so hopefully, my, I mean, that's what I'm kind of excited about. One, seeing Falling in Reverse, but also two, fingers crossed that Paige is in the backstage uh. somewhere so I can take a picture of her and be like, Soraya, I love you. I got a question about uh, Falling in Reverse. Yes. Is the band's name, are they scuba divers? Is that why they named the band that? Because that's, you fall, you fall back. They could also be repellers. You don't know. Oh, they yeah. could, they could sure. be repelling down mountains. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> The things in your head. I was just going to say, what's funny about that joke is I can look at Buzz while he's thinking of these things, and I can see the wheels turning. (laughs) Nico, do you know why scuba divers fall backwards out of the boat? Why? Because if you fell forward, you'd still be in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Recycler Joey. Yes, dad joke. <laughs> All right, Nico, what else has got our attention here in this hour-long newscast? All right, so we we can go back into these news headlines, or I'm going to give you the option of going through that um, the news incident about the Indiana doctor who uh, is kind of under okay, hot water so, right so now for providing an abortion to a 10-year-old girl. Here's the way that I'm understanding this story, and it's, you know, it's very distressing subject matter. So I just, you know, want to let you know, I guess we're going to talk about this. Uh, people had brought up the case of a, a 10-year-old girl in Ohio who was raped. Yes. Um, you know, anybody having sex with with a it's a rape right a 10 year old and got pregnant and then went to indiana to have the abortion and then a turn that this story took a lot of people on the other side uh representative jim jordan is one some other people wrote some somebody wrote an op-ed in the wall street journal implying that this little girl did not actually exist it wasn't true that was made up well, they had to backtrack because then Wednesday. The, the evidence came forward. The main thing here, though, is to keep this little girl's identity private. And, right. and I think that ought to be everybody's main concern is you don't want to out the victim of this horrendous crime. But some, some people had to backtrack and find some other way to spin it because well, it turns out that it was true and that she was six weeks pregnant, six weeks and three days. So she was over what Ohio has established right now as the limit. And now, since they found out it's true, they're, some of them, their pivot was, well, we need to crack down on this doctor who gave a 10-year-old an abortion. Right. So it is kind of a weird – and the only – so we're going to get into it, one, because I know people who are listening are going to say, oh, you guys don't talk about the important stories. You guys aren't going to talk about this. This is an important story. We will probably hear about a lot of it. We also got a neckline call about it too. Well, it's Dean. It's Dean from Avalon, I, I feel bad – when I play a call from from Dean, because in the same way that I feel bad about it's, watching Dean from Abilene left a nickline culture <laughs> oh, about he about, did. about this of because okay what what happened is on Wednesday mm-hmm. it turned out that they figure out it is true, oh, it is true. because <laughs> the guy who did it was arrested right. and he's a twenty a he's a twenty seven year old illegal immigrant from Guatemala. <sighs> Oh, great. I miss Dean. So right. a lot of people on the right are saying, "Well, look at the illegal." He's the one that – that's obviously the issue right here. I think there's a lot more at stake here than than his his immigration status. I mean, that that, that that's your main takeaway from this story. Obviously, there are going to be uh, different opinions on this. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this other thing, some 10-year-old girl, horrible thing, uh, got raped by an illegal alien. And um, they're saying that they she had to go to Indiana to get an abortion. But it, the whole story sounds fishy because she it was only three days after she got raped. How did they even know that she was pregnant? Okay, well, let me tell you. It was not three days. It was six weeks and three days. So it was three days more than what Ohio would allow. Where did he get the three days from? No, one of the things going in is Dean is of below average intelligence, and you just have to deal with that as part of the deal when you take a call from Dean. But on another note, um, it's probably 
from all them illegal aliens that um, Biden is busing all over the country. So Biden was probably the cause of it. Okay. All right. So you really got to spin your wheels here. But I think your takeaway, your priorities are a little... You're focusing on the wrong thing here. First of all, you don't have your facts straight. Second of all, nobody's saying that this guy should get a pass. No. Because he was illegal. Anybody who did something like this deserves to have the full weight of the law brought to bear against them. And I'm sure that that will be the case in Ohio the same way that I would hope that that would be the case in all 50 states and Mexico. Right. Mm -hmm. But so here's the thing. One, Ohio, uh, they did have abortion providers before the end of Roe v. Wade, right? After the Supreme Court's decision, though, this 10-year-old... She had to go out of state. She had to go out of state. This 10-year-old rape victim could not get the abortion. She would she would have been forced to have her rapist child if she stayed in Ohio. So she had to go to Indiana. Now, the Indiana Attorney General is threatening the license of the doctor right. who provided the abortion It's almost like <gasps> he's more concerned about punishing the doctor... I think he's making the same mistake the caller is. Right. More concerned about that than about the the rapist. Right. You know, and that this little girl. I, I, really, the the main thing though is keep this girl and her family unidentified. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be trying to find out. You know, it was enough that they had to prove to some of these people, like Jim Jordan and and some other pundits, that that this actually happened. Well, once it happened, then they got to deal with the fallout of that. Uh, there was some testimony where uh, a woman for an abor- uh, anti-abortion group was being questioned by Eric Swalwell, who's a uh, U.S. rep, Democrat U.S. rep. And he's trying to get her nailed down on this. Would you be against? Are you saying that you would want this 10-year-old to carry her pregnancy to term a 10 year old who was a victim of crime mm-hmm. and here's the lady says some stuff that just doesn't add up would a 10 year old choose to carry a baby um i i, I cannot do you think a 10 year old should choose to carry a baby I, I believe it would probably impact her her life and so therefore it would fall under any exception and would not be an abortion wait it would not be an abortion if a 10 year old with her parents made the decision not to have a baby that was a result of a rape? If a 10-year-old became pregnant as a result of rape and it was uh, threatening her life, then that's not an abortion. So it would not fall under any abortion restriction in our nation. Ms. She's, She's kinda... like, that's called terminating a pregnancy. It's totally different. No, yeah, It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and w- the problem in here is that almost... a lot of states that put in anti-abortion laws did things where they did not carve out exceptions for rape or incest. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what... So she's there testifying. This is Catherine Glenn Foster, who is uh, part of an anti-abortion group. And it it's almost like, have you ever seen, like, when a robot... Malfunctions. And then they just don't know what to do. It's like, that's not 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 abortion. It's not an abortion. Right. She's trying to be, it's not computing, and she's trying to figure out a way to to spin this. Warbolo, are you familiar with disinformation? Uh, Yes, I am. Did you just hear some disinformation? 
Uh, yes, I heard some very significant disinformation. Why don't you tell me about uh, that? Yes, an, an abortion is a procedure. It's a medical procedure um, that individuals undergo for a wide range of circumstances, um, including uh, because they have been sexually assaulted, uh, raped in the case of the 10-year-old. Um, it doesn't matter whether or not um, there is a statutory exemption. It is still a medical procedure that is understood to be an abortion. Uh, beyond Now, if you're thinking, well... This person isn't being consistent, the the right-to-life person. There are some people on that side who are saying, yeah, the 10-year-old should have been forced to carry the yeah. baby to term. Yeah. Let, let her you, have you a definitely, rapist child. You definitely have some people on that side of this issue. Uh, and, you know, the lady who was testifying, is, no, 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 of course, everybody agrees. No, no, not the case. There are people that coming out publicly stating our position is the 10-year-old should have been required to have the baby yeah they're like there's so many people out there that want to adopt children it's like are you sure have you seen the numbers in foster yeah but just the psychological impact to a a 10 year old to a 10 year old that will forever be forced to remember and think about did i give birth yeah i did do that once i wonder why oh because that thing happened to me Uh, also the health risk just with you know oh yeah absolutely being that age that age that that small i mean you know level your body's just biological for that sort of thing it's just going to be you know, it's insane to suggest that a 10-year-old who was raped, regardless of where the person was from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. should have, you know, to to go through this entire procedure. <laughs> it's just all kinds of weird for people focusing on the wrong things here and there. I mean, can we just say, oh, wow, this is terrible. A 10-year-old, you know, had to, had to have this happen to her. The, the worst thing is the 10-year-old had to travel <laughs> to another state to get this done. She couldn't get the care she needed. In her own state. Well, I, you know, Buzz, the only reason I brought this up was because I know people are going to say, well, you guys don't talk about these things. Can yeah, we get, yeah we, we're going to get that guy that tells us we're not talking about yeah, Hunter Biden. You're not talking about Hunter Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Tracks. You guys want to talk about abortion, but you don't want to talk about Hunter Biden. Yeah, I'm trying to look up more about this. They keep saying a Ohio man raped her, but he was illegally here from Guatemala, illegal alien. I almost he was find living out. in Ohio. He's like, <laughs> I want to find out what a Mexican person did to Dean. <laughs> I know, right? Right. There has to have been something very personal that somebody that he that either was or he believed was illegally in the country must have done something personally to Dean. He banged his wife. And how are your cats? I, I know. Don't be sending me flowers. You know a Mexican, Dean. Wait, did Dean send you flowers? He sent Lisa and I flowers one time. How are the cats? That's what I really want to know. Dean, right. talk to me about your cats. But the more I look into this, I got. I wish you guys would look into this because this story is really messed up. I I don't know who's lying or what. Because even the governor got in on this. Even the president. Okay. I want to know what he's looking up that these are the results he's getting. Well, he's probably a day or two behind. You had lots of people. uh, Jim Jordan was one of them. Some other notable uh, people who were doubting that this girl even existed. Well, guess what? She does exist. And she actually had to go to another state because Mm -hmm. of this is one of the early things where you fall out and then you've got the lady who her whole point is nobody should have an abortion saying well of course this, in this case she should be allowed to have an abortion trouble is it all none of that's carved out mm-hmm. right 
Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back, and then we have one more segment left in the show. I want to end on, on a, a, a beat note. Yeah. As we head into the yeah. weekend. Change, uh, news has changed since I left. <laughs> yeah. I thought we ended it with kicker stories. Like, Well, this wasn't my news, because well, we, the news got news mixed was up. a little weird today. Today, yeah. and so... Nico knew I was going to say, that, is this what the okay, show has become? So Nico's in the studio with me. He knows that Dean had left a couple messages, oh, and he okay. knows that I have largely made a conscious effort not to play calls from Dean, because it got almost it, seems like it. you're picking on right. a mentally diminished... Right. A person with diminished mental capacity. Different studios. Joanna and I are talking about Chloe and Tristan and the baby and things like that. So, yeah. That's another. All right. Well, let's take a break. And uh, if you want to give us a call, we've got enough time. If you do want to give us a call, the telephone number is 915-910-4995. That's 915-910-4995. We'll take a break. And one more segment of the Buzz Adams Morning Show for this week is on the way next. The Buzz Adams Morning Show on KLAQ. Ready for the weekend, don't forget, officially at 5 o'clock, that's when the weekend starter six-pack And we are underway. in what right now? The pre-can. Pre-can. It's oh. the freaking pre-can. But, oh, that, uh, that sounds like a dangerous thing to say. Now, the pre-can starts at noon, noon on Thursday. Because you feel like... Oh, okay, it's not quite the weekend, but uh-huh. probably I could go out and have a couple drinks, maybe stay okay. out on extra late. I only got one day left. I'll be able to manage it. So yeah. That's the weekend, the weekend though. I guess mine I started. Him that, yeah. Mine started already, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to get my oil changed. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, Lisa's like, is my car ready? Yeah, like this, Midas, this is, is my is car not, done? <laughs> I, was, I was going to say, this is not a... Um, a place where you go to get your oil changed. <laughs> Buzz is like, this I is, can't even fix my AC. This is a radio station. Buzz is like, I can't fix the AC if in my house. If you need us to make a commercial, this is the place to come. But you're going to have to go someplace else to get the oil changed in your car. No, I go to the, the Midas down the street. So that's why the guys mm. asked me, like, are you going to sit here and wait? I was like, nah, I'm going to go harass Joanna. Six in a row from Disturbed Guys at 5 o'clock, including the brand new song that debuted last night on Loudwire Night. So you got six from Disturbed, including their brand new one. It's the Q's Weekend Starter Six Pack. This week, Disturbed, brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots and electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Ooh, wah-ah-ah. A great way to start the weekend. Talk to uh, Mary, who's on the phone live with us. Hello, Mary. Hi, good morning. Hi there, Mary. What's up? So you guys were talking about love on the spectrum earlier. And I just wanted to point out, um, I'm in education. I'm a high school teacher. But in early education, we've been trying to make a move to person-first language. And obviously, you guys didn't say anything malicious or meant anything malicious. But, for example, when you go with saying, oh, there's an autistic comedian in town this weekend. One, that's great. But two, um, with person-first language, we want to say a comedian who has autism. And what that does, that allows that to be, it doesn't encompass their entire personality, their entire identity as um, having autism. Because obviously, there's more to every person than, oh, an autistic person. Um, versus a person with or another disability, a person with a Down syndrome. So it, it makes them more of a person and reminds us that they still are human and whatnot. And again, I don't think that you guys meant anything malicious. That's not what I wanted to point out. But I just wanted to remind everyone moving to a person-first language really allows for more conversation I- and inclusivity, which is what I think you guys have been trying to do. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the, the saying on the spectrum? Does that or... 
I think that's appropriate because the spectrum okay. really is huge. I actually just got my son evaluated earlier this week because he was showing some markers of being on the spectrum. So um, I think spectrum is is a perfect word for it because okay. we have so many people in various functioning points of autism. Mm-hmm. No, but you, you make a lot of sense in in the sense that you don't want to make the disability their identity. Right. Right. You don't lead with yeah. that. Right. Lead with it. They're a comedian. Right. Or yeah, they're, that makes a lot of sense. They're a coworker. Yeah. Or they're a relative. That has a disability. That is on the autism yeah. spectrum. Got it. Thank yeah. you, Mary. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Have a great weekend, you guys. Thank Absolutely. you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. I really like saying on the spectrum also because I think there's so many levels. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who you wouldn't even know. The best example is my guy on the show that Buzz asked me. He's like, do you love Steve? Steve's great. I am obsessed with Steve. Steve could be a radio professional. Oh there's this 63-year-old guy. Beautiful and he talks voice. like this and he's always talking. I think it would be wonderful to meet a, oh, a, interesting. a beautiful, beautiful lady. And, oh, thank you so much. Oh, and he's just the Lisa. best, and he's got this. Deep, he's got this mellifluous yeah. voice. And, it's beautiful. Yeah. The levels of his voice are so good. But he's such a, and he's such a handsome gentleman. But he says, you know, he's like, I have been I single knew, for sixty oh, like, years. So he's sixty three wow. years old, and he's like, I knew that somehow I didn't quite fit in, even though we didn't have. A term. A term for it, right. He's a really cool, chill dude. Oh, actually, do you guys want to hear something? Joanna and Lisa is somebody that we work with uh, in the station, who we know is on the spectrum, told told me right now that uh, that he loved the discussion from earlier and thought that helped. And he was telling me that that before there was really good diagnosis of it, that he said that parents would look to see if you could make good eye contact. Like, he said he's a baby baby boomer. And uh-huh. if, you, if you couldn't make good eye t- contact, he said he got put into uh, drama classes to learn eye contact. He has a great voice, too. He does have a good voice, too. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, the thing is, is, especially like with Steve in the show, he talks about how he's like, when I was younger, they didn't have anything to uh-huh. diagnose right. this. And so he didn't learn that he was on the spectrum until about five years ago. So can you imagine spending 55 years plus of your life and then finally something making sense? Like, oh, that makes sense now. Why Uh this happened? One thing that you might be a little interested in is that ever since we've learned more about autism and and the the nature of it being a spectrum and especially Mm -hmm. Asperger's, a popular thing has been for people to look into history and also into fiction and try and identify people, either historical oh. figures or fictional characters Ooh. that they show believe signs were of. probably. And look, you can't diagnose somebody unless you're a trained expert, and you certainly can't diagnose somebody if who lived a hundred years ago. Yeah. Right. But it is interesting to see, like, they've got accounts of uh, Sir Isaac Newton. Okay. One of the most brilliant scientists of all time, but that he, as far as anyone knows, never had a relationship, you mm-hmm. know, lived and died a virgin. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock Holmes is another one, you know, the, not the, not Arthur Conan Doyle, but the character Sherlock. Well, I Holmes. was going to say not the updated version that Benedict Cumberbatch right, right, plays, right. but the original literary character has many of the markers that somebody on the autism spectrum would have. So, you know, I think a lot of people might think, well, they didn't have this when I was a kid, so it must be made up. The no, one people, mystery people on the autism spectrum have existed. For thousands of years. The one mystery right. Sherlock could never solve right. was Come his own. 
my God. No, yeah. I mean, I, Joanna, after the mm-hmm. show, we're going to watch some of the episodes. I mean, it's so interesting just to mm-hmm. see. And especially, like, even... Like, for me, watching it, I'm like, oh, I never would have thought about it. And, like, especially the conversations, like, tossing the ball back and forth. This is how a conversation works. Uh-huh. And they have to practice, like, here, I pass the ball to you. I asked you a question. You answer. Now you toss the ball right. to me. Because you ask me a question. Because one of the things, especially with Asperger's, is that you're not aware that the person you're talking to may not share the enthusiasm for the topic that you do. Yeah, because he even says that at one point. Summed up, my favorite. But he's like, I don't like this subject. <laughs> Can we change the subject? Yeah. Let's change the subject. And they have I to feel tell like him. We should add that into normal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can tell you that on this show that specifically. Look, looking back to when I was in grade school and high school, even. I can now. I I believe, although I'm not saying I'm diagnosing, but somebody who probably was you know, on the autism spectrum would have been considered just really nerdy. Like yeah. a geek, like a revenge of the nerds type of deal. It's like, oh, you might be a little generalizing that, there, but mm, no, because well, I was sometimes. I was there then, and definitely there's nothing like, wrong with glasses and, and a, pro- a pocket protector. Listen, okay. but the the level of being picked on for somebody who already yeah. feels like Absolutely. like a like a square peg, uh. you know, the fact that they get picked on is just, I mean, it would be hard for for a neurotypical person to deal with that right. kind of stress. I like the language you're using. Good job, buddy. Neurotypical. No. Hey, Joanna. Yeah. Steve I, uses neurotypical, and I really like Steve. Joanna, <laughs> I got a message in the app chat for you. Yeah. What's up? It says, what's up, Nico? Hey, tell Joanna. This is from Eduardo. He lives in Mexico. He's from, I guess he's listening from Juarez right now. Cool. Hey, tell Joanna that actually in Sonora and Sinaloa, Tacos are served in both corn and flour tortillas since a long, long time ago. Flour tacos are top, typically called tacos so, sonoreses or estilo sonora. I, we got that message in the app chat. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this came in personally to me. Like, oh, no. personally to you. Okay. Yeah. What a great way to wrap up this show. Yeah, if it's in a flour tortilla, I'm going to still call it a burrito. Well, I'm going to eat, yeah. eat it, but I'm going yeah. to call it a burrito, too. What did uh, Okie Dokie guy say? You thought he had a, a very interesting point. If you flip it over and everything falls out, it's a taco. <laughs> if you flip it and nothing falls out, it's a, it's burrito. a burrito. That's pretty smart, right? Uh, well, looks like we're running out of time, guys. We're that much closer to the weekend. Have a great one, and we will be back Monday morning. And uh, we will talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend. It's going to be hot. Remember, triple digits every day, so uh, be aware of that. Stay hydrated and uh, get your air conditioner fixed if it's out. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so long, everybody. We'll talk to you Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>